Welcome to Film Friends. I'm your host, Jordan Smith, and with me, as always, co-host Kate Eingorn. Hello. And our cookie monster, Matt Bailey. <laughs> um, shout out to Kate's mom oh, <laughs> shout for out to my, my cookies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so is my mom the cookie monster? <laughs> yeah, I guess. She supplies me with my cookies. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, that makes sense. She's your cookie guy. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Thanks, mom. <laughs> nice. Um, episode one one two. Mm. We made it. We did it. Mm-hmm. Now one one two in history kind of popping off. Mm-hmm. So if we're looking at one hundred twelve BC, the Asian Silk Road opens. Ooh. Oh, hell yeah! Thank we God. We love yeah. silk. Oh, yeah. yeah, a big a big road for tea <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> is what, what a ghost in the studio <laughs> yeah. is saying. Um, also, there's unfortunately a couple deaths. Cleopatra, the fourth <gasps> queen of Egypt, <gasps> oh, she died. Oh, she got roached. The um, fourth, huh? And Ad Herbal, the king of Numidia, also died. Oh <gasps> man, poor Ad Herbal. <laughs> um, and then we move to 112 A.D. Uh, King Jima succeeds King Pasa as ruler of the Korean kingdom of Silla. Mm-hmm. You have that. Um, I love when we have that. That's like obvious. Though. Yeah, obviously. Really um, and then Betus of Lungern died, 112 AD. <laughs> um, but also, I don't know, our sources are saying the emergency telephone number in Europe is 112. <laughs> That's my like only fact. <laughs> Well, I beat you to the punch. Ooh. History. This is the year that uh, they established that, I guess. So this is the year Jordan comes out my facts. <laughs> Yo, that, there's no way that could have been part of your it's, stuff. It's in my files. I'm sorry. <laughs> you guys um, got your you? files crossed. Yeah, we did. We were like, we were going over each other's files recently. Yeah. <laughs> Might have got tossed Jordan, like, sleuthed my files. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Yo, here's the thing. I don't. Uh, never mind. I was gonna complain about not having a thing at, at the top. You have a but thing, but my thing comes later. I think you've lost the the heat of your thing. You used to get real, real yeah. hot in the well, collar yeah, with it. Hopefully, but. this week gets gets me going again. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe you just need to find a new thing for the beginning. But I do I actually get told have that all the time. <laughs> I uh, have two more things though. Okay. That was cool. my biggest fact. Cool. Yeah. Um, one twelve is an abundant number. Mm, so much. And a heptagonal number. <laughs> that's it. Mm-hmm, that's it. You took my literal my. S- so it's uh nine one one in uh yeah, in yeah. Europe in England. Oh, your, all of Europe. All of in Europe. European yeah. Union. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what about EU. the Brexit? <laughs> <laughs> what about the Brexit? <laughs> that's a good point. Brexit. The Brexit. Um. Cool. Well, welcome back, guys. We have cookies. We have tea. We have it all. It's tea time. <laughs> you looked at your own beverage and was like, no, thank you. Um, just had some tacos, just had some margs, so we're ready to go. Before we dive in, though, it's 2019. Still 2019. True. Maybe the last day of 2019? No. Tomorrow's the last day of 2019. Well... When this comes out, yeah, a little uh, podcast behind the scenes, Kate. Yeah. But Sorry. You, know, you blew it. <laughs> Pull back the curtain. <laughs> I thought it was a different day yeah. of the week. Um, so 
happy end of 2019. Um, and we can't wait to welcome in the new year. Um, what will that new year bring for the podcast? New guests? Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> new film yeah, friends? No new guests 2020. <laughs> no new guests. <laughs> we refuse. I mean, that could sh- actually happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, if you want to be a guest, hit us up. But uh, speaking of hitting us up, don't forget to rate and review us. If you've Ooh. been a longtime fan, which we know you are out there. You cowards. Why don't you <laughs> say something? <laughs> Whoa. I don't back that sentiment. But um, yeah, rate and reviews. It really helps us out with uh, us trying to get Letterbox as a sponsor. Yeah, we really need that. Um, we're trying to get Plant Fitness as our sponsor. We're trying we're to just get not taking us seriously. Yeah, and th- they said we need 100 reviews and then they'll consider us. We're about halfway there, so you know, let's make a push in 2020 yeah. to get us there. And don't forget about sending the film friends to South by. Oh <laughs> yeah. Let's bring that. We haven't talked about that one in like a year and a half. Let's bring that one back. Yeah. That's coming up. Yeah. <laughs> it's going once a year, you yeah. know? Um, so if you want to help us get to South by Southwest, um, we haven't talked review about us. It's like the twenties, um, episode twenties. But yeah, so, but, with all this being said, you know, looking to the future is fun, but we're here in the present, still in 2019, year of the guest. Tell us what you want to hear from us in 2020. <laughs> tweet it at us. Yeah, hit us up. Who's uh, our guest? <laughs> yeah, I'm getting there. Kate's throwing me off. Um, but we're going to close out the year with, honestly, a film friend's favorite. Absolutely. A f- for sure fan favorite. <laughs> Um, and more f words. Um, a fine friend. There you go. Um, but someone we love, we love when she just comes around in general. Um, but when we could get her on the podcast, um, our art expert, Becca Haley. Hi. Hello. Hi everyone. Happy holidays. So happy to be back in Philadelphia. Well, we love when you're back in Philadelphia. Um, coming all the way from Chicago. Yes, mm. the Windy City. Mm. <laughs> so <good. laughs> uh, cool. Well, welcome back. Thank Becca. you. Thanks yeah. for having me. And like you said, happy holidays. So mm. we're in the we're in the throes of we're in the mix of it. Yeah, we really. I are. still say happy holidays because it's like um, Christmas and Hanukkah and New Year's appropriate. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Oh, I just keep it rolling through the New Year. <laughs> the timing works out. You could say yeah, happy sure. holidays. Really, any time of the year. It, and ends, you're safe. it ends on uh, the first, though, right? Are you you're not allowed to say it after that, right? You could say it on the first. Okay. Not on the second. Okay. I love to say it when it's Valentine's Day. You know, yeah. happy yeah, holidays. Say, My birthday's like around. a month after New Year's, so I feel like it's just mm-hmm. like the holidays for me. For oh, a yeah, while. that's true. I mean, I feel like you could get away with saying happy holiday at any time of the year. People might question it a little bit. You won't away with it. You can say whatever you want. People would pause. Yeah, yeah they would yeah, pause. Absolutely. But then they'd think, what's the next holiday? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, Easter's coming up in uh, yeah. six months. <laughs> yeah. I might try it out. Yeah. 2020, it's a new year, new me, new you decade. You can have it. Okay. Go for <laughs> it. Thank you. Um, cool. Well, welcome back, Becca. If you don't mind... Um, I have a couple questions for you at the top. <laughs> okay. But before Ooh, we get to those questions. <laughs> no, it's, it's just like a curious seat. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, oh, the curious seat? <laughs> the, the lukewarm seat. I have an open book. Um, but before we get there, we have just a tiny bit of business that we need to address. Since we're still in the holiday season, we did have a holiday poll. 
Yes. So, um, as discussed on a previous episode, we talked about how the consistency of cookies and how you like them. <laughs> so, we asked if you like them crispy or chewy. And um, 30% said crispy and 70% said chewy. How do we feel Fuck about those? Yeah, which <laughs> Wait, what, what's the breakdown at the table, though? What are your opinions? Yo, I said chewy. So, I was with the Gen Zers out there. <laughs> <laughs> I said I liked crispy on the outside chewy on the inside okay well that about. wasn't an option <laughs> 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 I know. Oh, I know. and you're what crispy? i'm a crispy guy look at yeah. these things. Those are, <laughs> these are the crispiest Oof, yeah paper thin yeah those are the those are crisp cookies yeah I'm, now what are you i'm chewy oh, oh like nice. if i had to pick yeah, one yeah, so yeah are you we're chew- the zoomers are you chewy <laughs> in the sense of like fresh out of the oven like freshly baked <laughs> or just like chewy like i like that warm gooey you chew. like you get the fucking chips ahoy chewy cookies yeah, yeah well you don't have those. to throw my whole personal <laughs> life out there but yes I he do. loves those <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm honestly not a big cookie person mm. but uh yeah i think if i had to choose it would be chewy like fresh out of the oven mm-hmm. i think if i'm thinking mass marketed cookies like chips ahoy i'm not into oreos i'm more into which are more crispy so i don't know as long as they're (laughs) soggy and chewy yeah (laughs) so here's my thing i truly think anyone would choose the option of a cookie directly out of the oven that's true yeah i think there's no contest over the best way to have a cookie is directly out of the oven uh, yeah, yeah I mean, what kind of question is that? You're better than that. That dude. kind of feeds into my like, if everyone's gonna, if everyone would want that, then it's the best, and I'm going, I'm always yeah. gonna go with the best. No, it's definitely the best. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's why I feel like warming up your cookie in the microwave is always a good call. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you're talking. You throw like chips away in the yeah. microwave. So like, <laughs> he's tried it. I'll tell you that. <laughs> when I worked, when I worked in a cafe, people would request their cookies be thrown in the microwave, and you know what? It was the best way to do it. Yeah. I mean, I used to work for Nabisco, so I still have that brand loyalty. Yeah. But there's still a crispy or chewy option of that. Well, we can move on. (laughs) 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 Um, But yeah, shout out to Kate's mom for providing uh, some crispy cookies. Mm -hmm. Specifically uh, for for Bailey. Um, Cool. Any other business at the top? I don't think so. No. Again, once uh, we didn't get any new reviews, so... uh, (laughs) If you guys want to add to that, remember, we'll give you airtime. We will shout you out. We will do anything you want. Also, you can still <laughs> okay. send us pictures of yourself in our t-shirts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Send just us pictures of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and just say how you're doing. Just in a t-shirt. <laughs> um, cool. Anything else? I don't okay. think so. Any, okay. Now, still going to hold off on a couple questions because there's one more thing we need to get out there. So we could have like a clean and clear discussion today interesting anything grinding anyone's gears anything grinding your gears back then um i haven't seen uncut gems yet which is (laughs) grinding my gears (laughs) yeah that might be grinding my gears really behind schedule um yeah that's grinding my gears too so i'm with you on that is that your only kind of wish list one that you want to see before the end of the year um i want to see little women but i think for me uncut gems has been looming large for a long time i'm a really big softy brothers fan um Mm -hmm. i came around on adam sandler if you asked me a year ago i'd say no i don't like him but now in all the run-up to this movie i'm like i'm on board 100 percent. i think you and the rest of the world we fuck for adam sandler Sandler. absolutely (laughs) yeah so uh, that's grinding my gears a little bit. Oh, okay, cool. Hey, that leads me 
perfectly into some of the questions or really the one question I wanted to ask everyone at the table. It's the last day of the year. So inevitably you're going to run into everyone's top 10 lists, top five lists, top 20, what have you. Kind of wanted to get a gauge of what some of the top movies for you were this year. And then you know, we could chime in with our lists as well. But I'm curious what, you know, top three, top four, top five, top movies of the year for you were. Okay, number one, no surprise to anyone who knows me, is The Lighthouse. Mm-hmm. Woo! Love Also my that top. movie. Like, just such a treat Mm -hmm. i have nothing else to say about it other than like the whole time just had like a grin on my face Mm. enjoyed every second of it i think absolute movie of the year i still need to see it (laughs) Mm. it. i think that's my top movie of the year too i feel the same way about it yeah i'm right there with you and also before says everyone who didn't see little women (laughs) (laughs) and again i did not see uncut gems either which i'm sure would be my movie of the year have i seen it that i've seen i'm just gonna preemptively preemptively say bailey's about to come in hot with little women so we're gonna hold i'm on board for i love it especially since bailey said it's the best movie he's ever seen you know greta gerwig is my film friend oh that's That's true true. oh i know very true hello Um, i do want to say about the lighthouse though out of all the movies i've seen this year it's up there with the movie i kind of want to watch again the most yeah which at first i was like this movie's great i even texted you about it i was like movie's great acting incredible um i think i hope willem dafoe gets a nod because i think he was pretty awesome but out of all the movies i don't think we'll get to my list but i don't think it's my favorite but it's the one i can't wait to watch again because like yeah it's really layered like there's a lot of things i didn't pick up on it draws a lot from like mythology and stuff um also just looks but also the ending just perfect like him yeah no spoilers but the just the the visual imagery of the ending is something that really sticks with you Mm -hmm. so yeah that was that was one that i was i was excited about for a while i saw the witch when it came out in Mm. 2016 and ever since then i was like i'm like ride or die for this director that's kind of how i get i get like very obsessive but you fuck for him. Oh, yeah. I fuck for <laughs> Robert Eggers. Absolutely. Obsessed yeah. with him. He's kind of hot, too. But yeah, he's, so he's like a hot. hype beast kind of guy. Yeah. But his origins is like he's from like New Hampshire. And what? What's his, his hype origins? Beast? Hype beast is like he's like into streetwear and stuff. Oh, like okay. he wears, <laughs> like he's, yeah. Come on, George. Like he's a hype beast. <laughs> he's like a hype beast guy. And he has that like that that haircut that's yeah. like longer at the top and super yeah. shaved on the sides he's just really intense looking uh, but he's like a theater kid from new hampshire yeah he's hot and he's re- he, yeah he is i absolutely. like how deep he goes into the folklore yeah. and the yeah. mythology it's yeah cool. like for the witch he created his own like language like he like made them learn like a different accent so that it would it's like um intentional that you can't really understand everything yeah. they're saying in the witch yeah. um yeah i just think he's a genius so the lighthouse lived up and surpassed every expectation nice what's number two what are the rest i don't know if these are necessarily ranked after this but i really mm-hmm. enjoyed once upon a time in hollywood Ooh, which yeah. was a, a surprise um admission for me because i was like oh like i want to go see it in theaters yeah, i'm yeah. really into like nostalgia hollywood la stuff and um, there were definitely parts I felt like where it ran a little bit long, especially like the meta movie stuff with like oh. Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm also not a huge Leo fan, so I was like, all right, yeah. we can kind of keep it moving. Yeah, those parts did go a little long now that I think about it. Yeah, but I love Brad Pitt in it. It like just mm. totally reminded me that Brad Pitt is like a movie yeah. star and he's yeah, it's like a his force. Movie. It's so yeah. good. Yeah. It's great. so good. And he's Margot awesome. Robbie's really good. I also didn't 
know before seeing it that it was like a reimagining oh. of the murders. Oh. So I kind of was like, that's a nice little thrown surprise. Off yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was like surprised. I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, what if it did go a different way that night? Yeah. Just because like everyone, I was like obsessed with the Manson murders For at sure. some point in my life. So that was cool. Um, yeah, another movie cool. I really liked was Midsummer. Mm. We were talking about that mm. earlier. I feel like that's. I don't know. I thought it was like kind of a perfect movie. It was so good. It just like had everything. It had the humor. It had the visuals. It had the weird dynamics. It had her burning her boyfriend at the stake at the end of it. So <laughs> it's also like that movie really sets a mood. Yeah. Like that has like it's so feeling driven. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And I thought it was a really nice compliment to Hereditary. Like yeah. it wasn't another version of Hereditary. It was a completely different movie in yeah. the way it was like the exact opposite with like the saturation of light and how expansive it is but it still feels really claustrophobic and it still feels really like you're trapped in all of this drama that's happening I the light really thing well is done. crazy yeah. to make it so bright and color and colorful and, and then make movie. you feel like yeah. that yeah. It's and like, it's the same guy who did the cinematography for both oh, those movies yeah. he's like a polish director who did um ida and oh, okay. War that just yeah, yeah. Out recently. oh yeah oh that guy's Pal- killing Palensky, it yeah, Pal- yeah 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 um, so that one was really good. I also really loved In Fabric, um, which is a movie that didn't, I don't think, got a wide release. Um, it was just showing a night randomly in Chicago, and it had been on my list for a while. It's about, like, a haunted dress. So it kind of reminded me of a mix of, like, Suspiria, like the old mm. Suspiria, and, um, like, a Twilight Zone episode, because a lot of it takes place in this department store that you, like, mm. don't really know if they're, like, real people or if they're mannequins. Ooh, and everyone's, that is, like, like a, a Twilight trance. Zone yeah. episode, yeah. an actual one. It was really good. I liked it. It also went a little long. Like, there's a part where you think it ends, and then it kind of, like, starts up with a new character, which was kind of confusing. Mm. Um, but overall, I loved it. And then the last one, I don't know if it actually got a release in theaters, but I uh, famously, in my 26th year, got really into rom-coms, which was not <laughs> oh, something yes. I was ever into before. I just watched When Harry Met Sally for the first time, which oh was huge God, for I me. But I watched this one on Hulu called Plus One. Have you guys oh. heard of it? Ooh. It's the... Oh, my God. I I'm, like, recommending it. it to everyone. I won't <laughs> shut up about it. Um, but it's with the girl from Pen15, Maya Erskine. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then the yeah. guy who's in it is... Um, in real life his parents are Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan so his Whoa. name's Connor Quaid he's like their real life child Whoa. Whoa. obviously rom-com royalty yeah yeah and it's the two of them and they're friends from college and they like run into each- or they they're at a wedding a friend's wedding together right after she goes through this big breakup and he's super like commitment phobic and then they're like oh like neither of us have dates for all these other weddings why don't we just like be each other's date mm. and then they fall in love and the whole classic it's so good and the whole soundtrack is is by Real Estate, that band. I don't know if you oh, like that. I, I love, love Real, Real Estate. Estate. So to me, that was like a little bit nostalgic. Whoa. It was re- I can't recommend it enough. And I made my mom and my cousin watch it with me when I got home last What's week. What's it called? Plus like, One. Plus One. It's on Hulu. It's really, really good. I watched the trailer and like some of the jokes. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like this. And I was like, whatever. Yeah. I just need to get into it. And then huh. as soon as I put it on, I was like so into it i support it it. i love rom-coms yeah i know i'm coming around our listeners uh for some reason we have a real hardcore uh rom-com fan base out there so that makes sense i don't know why i was against it for so long but i was like you know what life's too short i deserve some rom-com so yeah that's like my that rounds out my top five of the year i would say love it all right bailey likes little women kate (laughs) (laughs) i'm just kidding bailey do you got a list um yeah, I can just tell you a couple movies I fuck for. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Little We've, Women for sure. I'm, I think Little Women is my is number one. Is that your number one? It, it, sure. Marriage Story is right up there with it. But I think Little seen, yeah. Little Women is probably the best. And I also, I fuck for 
Ad Astra super mm. hard. I really want to see that. I think Brad Pitt is the fucking man. He's a goddamn movie star. He yeah, really is. He's say. so. <laughs> that is he's what so. You cool. It might have been the year of Brad Pitt. <laughs> yeah. Or yes. Adam Driver. They're, they're or probably both. they're fighting it out for I man do of love the year. Adam yeah. Or Scarlett Johansson. Don't let. No. Well, don't. well, hold on, dude. I'm talking about man of the <laughs> I'm year. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> Man of the year. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Scarlett uh, Johansson thinks she can play a tree, so. Oh. She's going to play a tree? No. It was part of that conversation about like her being cast uh, as like a yeah, transgender yeah. character. She's like, whatever. Uh, if I want to play a tree, I should be able to play a tree. Yeah. Maybe that we, quote was taken out of context. We have problems with I mean, she's also like standing for Woody Allen, <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. But you have to separate the art from the arts. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and then Once Upon a Time in Hollywood great those are probably like my top tops of the year cool top four um yeah a lot of the ones that were mentioned were on mine my lighthouse was my number one too but i also like close second was knives out for me like i love that movie yeah, you did love that one. i loved it. i saw it twice in theaters it was just like super fun um i love a good like silly slapstick humor movie that I also loved Clue, so this was yeah. an ode to that movie. That's why I went to see it because I'm like Clue. The movie is one of my mm-hmm. favorite movies, but I I liked it a lot. But I also felt like it was like a little long. But I feel like it, there was like a reason for it being long. But also Daniel Craig's accent, is, I love it. You love yeah, people, it. People, I people over the top. It. People hate I it. I yeah. fucking love it. I was like, it. just come in with your cool British accent. Like I you're gonna have a weird so accent fun. anyway. I think was it supposed to be yes. a little extra? Absolutely I'm supposed sure. to be extra. That's that's why I like that movie. It was just everything was intentionally extra. But Tony Collette in it. Oh, she's amazing. Cool. She's so good. Yeah. The way it's shot is awesome. I also like the way it's like a whodunit, but you figure it out immediately. Like they tell you it immediately, so that's not the focal point. I thought it was really well done. Paddleton was also on my list. Yeah, Paddleton's a sleeper for sure. Yeah, I bawled my eyes out in that movie. Dolomite is my name is on my list. Oh, yeah. you, you fuck for Dolomite. I fucked for Dolomite. I love Eddie Murphy. You, I fucked for Dolomite. Past tense? I, no. <laughs> sure um and then i also put some stuff that didn't come out this year that like were, <laughs> interesting that i watched I like this year for the first time all right let's all right. hear it you know so um <laughs> i put about time rom-com that was uh, suggested yeah, that one effed me up i don't want to talk love about that it. one um that's uh rachel, rachel mcadams Film friend and um dom dom, dom all gleason oh uh, midnight cowboy changed my life wow yep um <laughs> la confidentials on here yeah great movie into the spider-verse finally saw it got some other ones on there but those were like the ones that really like changed your life changed my life <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fair. Uh-huh. cool um mine are s- some of the repeat ones i don't really have a top i'm having Ooh. trouble with the top but i'll give you three that are right up there for me parasite oh yeah parasite was good jojo rabbit and the lighthouse are up there for me um and then a couple marriage story was really cool oh, you're um, number one though these aren't in order oh, okay. but i i get no one agrees with me on this but i loved the dead don't die oh my god i know i loved it though i can't <laughs> one of help the worst it. movies of the year yeah i can't help it well, I'm I, not even, I would never say was that, that the, the jim jarmusch movie yeah yeah, yeah. i, I yeah here's the thing i know we keep saying it but i fuck for jim jarmusch <laughs> yeah. like real hard i oh, love yeah. his movies and it's like right in this vein of it, and I think it's so funny. It really got me. Um, yeah, the art of self-defense is another like 
under the radar one that I really enjoyed. And agreed. Yeah. I liked just the Joker. It, I liked the Joker. Oh yeah, the Joker was good. Joker's and on my we list. also I saw it was just Joker. Yeah, or it's just Joker. Joker. <laughs> I like the Joker. Um, <laughs> but we saw it in an interesting thing that I think helped me enjoy it more is Kate and I cuz we're best friends went to Comic-Con and we left Comic-Con early that day. We were just like done and in Times Square in that area we went to see Joker in this like huge theater. Came, when we came out like that movie's jarring no matter whether you like it or not it jars you a little bit mm-hmm. and we came out into times square like into new york and people were still dressed yeah, up and you Comic-Con, see people dressed up as the joker and stuff and it was like an actual strange experience for me and like it, it really added to it and i i enjoyed that movie i thought it was kind I of agree. a cool statement i like when people make dark takes on comics because comics are dark as hell like so dark and Absolutely. all this avenger shit's too lighthearted for me yeah. yo i did forget to say i saw uncut gems and that was mm. it's probably up there not with not with little women but <laughs> probably, probably close behind i love that yo it, it just i just it's killed me heart. yeah Thought it was amazing. Yo, Joker's on my list too. It's just yeah. not in my like top five. Yeah. I also Joaquin's my favorite actor, yeah. so like I'm gonna eat it up. Yeah. I do have one hot take that I'm gonna throw out there. I know it's gonna get shut down, but I thought I I watched a movie because of the hype and I thought it was unbelievably overrated. Let's go. <laughs> Book smart. Oh. oh yo, here's yeah. the thing. It's no ladybird. It's no ladybird. It lady is bird. no ladybird. Yeah. Right. It was fine. It, like it, it I like to be ladybird. It wants to be ladybird <laughs> yes. so hard. It did things that I appreciate. I thought it was good. I definitely didn't think it was great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, See, that's how I felt. I just watched yeah. it recently. Yeah. So, I think it did get like, overhyped. Eh. Yeah, it was definitely over. Yeah. I mean, I think um the two girls in it were really funny. They were yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. But just yeah. like overall I was like, eh. I like yeah. my favorite thing about it was that a girl like that would never be a lead in a rom com. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that it was not even like discussed, like her body type was not a focal point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was just like she's a normal girl who like her biggest like character flaw was that she was a know it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that was refreshing for that movie. But that's pretty much the only thing that I thought was like cool about it. I think that. what happened for me was like a lot of people I was talking to about it were pumping it up yeah. and saying it's so good it's so funny so i went in real high if i didn't go in with any expectations i would have been like that's a fine did you movie. put it yeah. on your letterbox yes he did i think so he yeah. put a bunch of emojis as his review i believe uh, dude yeah. i hate not knowing what you think of movies it honestly fucks me up you know, like, i'll text, I'll text me, you after yeah. every movie okay after every movie i want to i want a five <laughs> star rating okay cool um cool yeah yeah I, th- I like how our lists are kind of all uh a little dude. different mm-hmm. a little off they're the same but different. Well, you guys haven't seen Little Women yet. So. That's true. That's <laughs> true. We, it would it would have been all our number one. I but just can't you, wait for it to change my life. I think that's a testament to uh, to this year in movies, though. Mm-hmm. If we could all kind of give different answers and feel pretty strong about all of mm-hmm. them, it means yeah. it's a good year good for year. movies. Yeah, yeah agreed. Um, cool. Well, if you guys are ready, if yes. you're ready, Becca, I think we're ready to jump into our film friend today. So I have the ball right now. Um, gonna euro step, gonna throw it off the backboard, dunk it, and then give it over to you for who you chose and why. I chose Catherine O'Hara to talk about, who's one of my all-time favorites. Mm. Um, 
I feel like I say that about every film fair <laughs> <laughs> but um I think she has had I don't know if it's like a resurgence but I think a mm. lot more people have been talking about her recently because of Shit's Creek which mm-hmm. is the show that uh, her and Eugene Levy are doing yeah which is good I, do you watch it Brie loves it yeah I haven't started it yeah but I hear I mean I feel like you know I honestly feel like it's kind of polarizing I feel like some people love it and some people are like it has nah, a hardcore really following, like though. People right? are, like, obsessed with it. Yeah. yeah, and I feel kind of ambivalent about it. Like, I've watched it, and I've put it on, but I feel like I never get into it enough to, like, make yeah. it through a whole season. Like, I'm mm. still on the first season, yeah. and it's it's nice to put on when you just, like, don't really want to think mm-hmm. about anything, but it's funny, and she's really good in it. The character she plays is super funny, mm. and her and Eugene Levy together are yeah, a dream, which we'll so talk good. about. Yeah. But, yeah, I specifically wanted to talk about her because of one of the movies we're going to talk about, which is... One of my all-time favorite movies has been a very important movie throughout my life. I'm not talking about Surviving Christmas, so don't look at me like that. <laughs> um, no, I just think she's a great actress. She plays these really funny characters, and I just like always enjoy seeing her. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Her I agree. and Beetlejuice is like, yeah. I love her and Beetlejuice yeah. so much. Um, and then, of course, Home Alone. Yeah, that's what my mind goes straight to yeah. is Home, or, no, uh, Home, Home Alone. Alone. Like the Kevin, like mm-hmm. her screaming Kevin. like <laughs> The Kevin bit. Yeah, <laughs> the Kevin bit she does. But honestly, that's when I think of her, that's where yeah. my mind goes. I would say that's maybe what like the that's what everyone thinks of her. Is that her most I think it's most iconic. Iconic in role. In the sense where like you picture like that picture of her with the phone, like the phone yeah. booth is like. Yeah. Very or just well in Home circulated. Alone, like yeah. in general, might be. Her. She yeah. plays a good mom. Like, yeah, I don't know, did you guys ever watch mom. Orange County? That yes. movie, were you into oh, that? She's yeah, the mom yeah. in that too, yeah. which is really good. She's great. I mean, yo, honestly, I never really like thought about her. Yeah, I kind of took her for granted. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. but like, she's great. Now that I like, I guess this is kind of like the point of the podcast. But now she's like on, on my radar, radar, and I think she's cool. Yeah, it's a true blue reason why we started this yeah. podcast yeah this is it's yeah. like because like yeah Catherine o'hara i mean she in a sense might be the perfect film like yeah. uh, in yes. their perfect mold for a film friend Absolutely. like in some of the top movies of all time or popular yeah. beetlejuice home alone but like somebody that everyone can agree on like yeah yeah. Catherine, or they might not know her name, but like oh, yeah. that they've one definitely seen her and stuff. Yeah, like I you think said. yeah, where she shines is like the cult classics. Mm-hmm. Like that's where people become like diehard fans. Of yeah, her. absolutely. And then looking at her filmography too, and you, I could kind of believe it. Like she does a lot of voice work. So she's a Nightmare right. Before yeah. Christmas. Yeah. Um, and then you look at her filmography. There's a lot of voice work, especially kind of more recently. And she does have like an interesting voice yeah. too. Mm-hmm. She's super um, animated. Yeah, yeah, super animated. So that's kind of cool like she's had a very solid career beginning to end it's kind of cool Absolutely. yeah i think she's also a lot more famous in canada because she did the she's also canadian yeah what is that um theater not theater troupe but the improv group that she was in Second is it City. this sctv sctv oh yeah uh, gotcha yeah. gotcha so she's actually one of the founders of that yeah oh, nice yeah which yeah. was all my facts coming out right now <laughs> That's in Canada it's, or Chicago? It's, it's I think, I, I thought mm-hmm. Second City was... Well, it's not no, Second it's City. Not Second it's City. SCTV. I don't know Second where City? that... Second <laughs> City? Oh. Oh. SCTV, yeah. yeah. So, oh, yeah, I'm confused so I thought she was be. from Canada. She's from Canada. Her and Eugene Levy met in Canada and started But here's the other thing. I think there is a Second City in Canada. 
Oh, gotcha. Uh, yeah, because Stephen Colbert and like... SCTV is really famous yeah. in Canada, I feel like. Because I remember Thomas Middle did say that he tried to get into the second city in Canada. And oh, gotcha. And came to gotcha. Here. Very cool. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that about her, too. Yeah, yes. it was like a TV show for a while in the 70s oh, nice. and 80s that she was on. So she kind of has a, like a comedy yeah, she, background. Yeah. It's like, you know what people compare it to? It's like the SNL of Canada. That's uh, what they always say. She gotcha. was like one of those people. Okay, yeah, cool. and then she got involved with Christopher Guest and started being in his yeah. movies and stuff. Yeah, she did a lot of it. Yeah. 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 Um, cool. Well, we all love her, so do we even <laughs> have to review her? I don't know. Um yeah, we're pretty spot on. Like it's a Toronto Second City troupe. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. The TV That's show, yeah. nice. a sketch show. Nice. So yeah. yeah, there you go, guys. Cool. Pulling out the hey, facts. Hey, Love we it. we worked our way toward yeah. the truth. I just, yo, I feel like some people call us liars. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah I just wanted yeah, to. That's true. Some people, everybody. Does. Yeah. <laughs> they just guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Sometimes we, we do, do thorough thorough research. Yeah. Um. Cool. Well, if you guys are ready, I'm ready to jump in. Um, I never took the ball back, so you still have it, Becca. Yeah. Which movie do you want to review first? I kind of want to read the table. What is everyone feeling? Oh, I hate making decisions. <sighs> I kind of like doing the worst movie first because you get it out of the way. But sometimes I'm like, do I lose steam talking about the worst movie too much? Ooh, that's a good argument. Yeah, I think there's make. enough the steam. Yeah. I think there's <laughs> enough steam. That is the predicament. <laughs> there's steam in both these movies, <laughs> for me at least. I don't know. Um, should we flip a coin? We've never yeah. done that before. Let's, yeah. let's flip this. Yes. Oh. Um, and for the listeners, it is a notepad that is a waffle. In with, the shape of a heart. With butter in the shape of a heart on one side. On the other side, it is blank. Tails. All right. Waffle side <laughs> is best in show. Okay. Blank side is surviving Christmas. Okay. Right. Surviving Christmas. <laughs> Love it. Should we do this more often? Yeah. <laughs> this is topical, too, because yeah. Christmas was just a week right. ago. Yeah. yeah, if you're still in the spirit. And you know what? We survived Christmas. We yeah. I think. Barely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I barely, I barely survived. Yeah, Becca barely survived. <laughs> I oh, that's true. <laughs> I didn't really have a Christmas. Um, no, I did. It was fine. Cool. So we're talking about, so no one's confused out there, the 2004 masterpiece, Surviving Christmas. Bailey? Take um. <laughs> So starring our boy, Ben Affleck. Mm. He's not my boy. Speak for yourself. (laughs) Whoa. I I had no idea. Not a fan. I was going to say our Batman. (laughs) No. No. Robert obviously Michael Keaton. (laughs) Get out of here with that. What I have to say about Ben Affleck is he's a freaking dork. All right. That's from the start. Whoa, guys. I love this aggression over here. He was great in Gone Girl. All right. (laughs) He was. Um, But that's because he played a sociopath, which is what he is. Oh, okay. I do love love me some Gone Girl. Um, So Ben Affleck (laughs) is the star. (laughs) He... um, so it starts out with him and his girlfriend and she's never met his family and he's all weird about his family and Christmas is rolling around and she's like, yo, why don't you ever show me your family? That's not cool. So she bails. So then he doesn't know what to do for Christmas. So he rents this family with James Gandolfini, Catherine O'Hara and the kids. Christine Applegate. Yeah. Christine Applegate kid. and that other kid, I I, feel like I hate him. He looks really I hate the way he looks. He looks super familiar. <laughs> I wrote that he looks like Baby Zoolander. He, I think Ooh. he's in uh, that Sex Drive movie. Uh, oh. He is. Yeah. I yeah. don't like I that movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, he like rents his family to have like a fake Christmas, 
and you know shit goes awry yeah chaos ensues yeah for sure. he falls in love oh shit goes awry you're new 2020 yeah. <laughs> shit goes awry <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah yeah i mean in a nutshell oh, yeah, he pays him a lot of money oh yeah Yo, he's uh, like a jillionaire crazy yeah. amount of money what does How? he do he's like an ad exec yeah, yeah. he's not making that and much he, money he seems like he doesn't really work <laughs> yeah. yeah um well good job bailey thanks yeah, yeah. That was a good yeah job. I, a good I struggled synopsis. at the start but you know can we shit went alright? Can we? I I just have a question for you, Bailey. Right off the top, you like Ben Affleck? Um, I really if I had to that. choose between Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, I would pick Ben Affleck Ooh. ten out of ten times. Oh no, I would pick Matt Damon. I would if push Matt them Damon's both like a, off the bridge. Yeah, I'm like I'm not on board with either, but I'd pick Matt Damon. But if you had over. to pick, Ugh. I don't really. What do you like, Argo? Or <laughs> <laughs> um, pick best picture. So. <laughs> He is good in Gone Girl. Yeah, love um, him in Gone Girl. I hate him. I can't stand the sight of him. So in I mean, this, you know, in real life, he has a full back tattoo of like a dragon, like a mythological dragon coming out of flames and shit. And we don't like him. And we don't. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that kind of makes me him. like him. <laughs> Yo, he's, no, com- he's a he's, loser. Well, we'll see when I pick him. For <laughs> <laughs> Becca's next episode. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Oh, it's a surprise. We have a surprise for you. Yeah. You don't um, get to choose the first guess who doesn't get to choose. Yeah. I will admit, though, his character in this there. <coughs> I think there's there's zero redeemable qualities in the beginning of the movie, which, you know, a lot of movies start out and then you're like, oh, I see his pain. I see where he's coming from. For me, by the end of the movie, I was like, I still don't like this guy. No, I, don't, I don't think same. he learned much. Wow. Yeah. I want to backpedal, though, to the beginning of this Whoa. movie. Yes. I think it's, if it was Matt, if it was someone else other than Matt Damon, you would be like, I it's totally not Matt get Damon. it. Or ben Affleck, fuck. Oh, you don't pick him 10 out of 10, do you? <laughs> All right, what were you going to say? Um, the beginning sequence of this movie is bizarre. Yeah, it starts like traditional Christmas, yeah. like music, bustle, oh, yeah, yeah. hustle and bustle in Chicago. Ooh. So, and then, <laughs> the Windy yeah, City. I spotted and the, then this spotted one guy, <laughs> it like takes a turn when this guy's donating to the Salvation Army and he throws in some change and then he throws his whole wallet in, then his watch, and then his wedding ring. Like, why is this man doing yeah. this? The implication is that he's committing suicide, right? So he's uh, just like giving away his, that like the holidays are really tough. Yeah, I did not pick up on together. that. I yeah. thought, oh, this is going to be that kind of humor. That's what I thought. He yeah. was just like, like increasingly giving desperate. Yeah. It was like, let me just give them everything some... Yeah, and then I felt like that was confirmed because then, like, a guy falls off a ladder when he's hanging the lights, like, seemingly from the top of a building. Uh, and then there's a woman who's, like, baking these well, cookies, part, yes, and then she absolutely. opens up the oven and she just puts her head inside the oven. Well, there's Yo, I'm not that sure tear- I watched the same movie. Yo, so <laughs> I actually... tore up all that, like, gift wrap. Sorry? There's a guy who also tore up all that gift yeah, wrap. Yeah, which felt like the most, like, benign yeah benign yeah totally so i didn't pick up on like the suicide thing in the beginning of this movie and now it makes sense for surviving christmas yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. but it just didn't feel like that was like the tenor of the rest of the movie it felt really out of place it was a completely different movie yeah Mm -hmm. that was like the short they made before the movie i started felt like a woman sticking her head in the oven was a little tasteless to be (laughs) honest it's very tasteless this is fucked up especially well yeah, it's very tasteless. But she was making cookies too, yeah. and then I, I don't they know. All, I was but confused. they had X's over their eyes. Uh, they were like gingerbread men. Yeah, that had, yeah. Fr- so that's when I was like, oh yeah, this oh, is definitely dark. all dark. Yeah, it was yeah, super dark. It's really like dark. midsummer dark. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So we ha- you have to get through. You have to survive that, <laughs> and then you meet Ben Affleck, and he is basically his issue is besides the family thing is his gesture 
to his girlfriend and to everyone is basically using his money to buy their affection or, you know, pay for a relationship. And his girlfriend, even though she seems to be like materialistic and from wealth and that's what she would care about, she kind of calls him out and checks him like, hey, I've never met your family. This is the holidays. It should be about family because he wants to take her to uh, Fiji. Fiji. Yeah, I'd be all about that. Yeah, I'd kind of be down with it too. I'll miss Christmas from Fiji. So like Bailey said, she dumps him and he's kind of left alone and he quickly realizes he hasn't made any real relationships or just because you know no one wants him to be hanging he also around does for a psycho move because he's a psycho in this movie yeah. through yes through. psycho shows up in my notes about 20 times yeah. <laughs> he like shows up to the office for work the only scene we see him show up to work for and he doesn't do any work he just calls every name in his address book yeah. to see if he can come over for christmas while insulting every single person he talks to and then he does what i think is the most psycho move where he has an address book that's handwritten and he crosses off all the <laughs> yeah. names after he speaks to them like yeah He's never going to use that yeah. address or phone Yo, number again. They're done to him. Burn those yeah. He's over them. Yeah. <laughs> he just he, his little black book. This was such psycho vibes to me. Like going back to his apartment, which was like beautiful. But I'm mm-hmm. also like, you live in Chicago. This is either the coldest apartment in the world or your heating oh, bill is yeah. like thousands of dollars a month. Because it was like Spacious, two stories yeah. of a loft. It was so it was tall. Yeah. Empty. Yeah. Like bare bones. Yeah. Oh, like yeah, a couch the, and a table. Yeah. And a TV and like a fish, a built-in fish, fish tank. Yeah. It was super and nice though. It reminded me of American Psycho. Like the yeah. whole time yes. I was like, this is creepy, like American mm-hmm. Psycho vibes. Like he brings people back here and murders them. Yes, especially because there's, it's all hardwood, mm-hmm. right? There's no carpeting. So he could just wipe that shit right <laughs> up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Speaking of American no Psycho, Kate and I just watched it. I watched it for the first time. I really liked it a lot. Yeah. It's way funnier than I remember it's really good it's a yeah. female director which yeah. i think yeah. adds a lot of depth yeah. to the story because i read the book and didn't love it but i like the movie a lot the movie's cool. great all right side note done yeah, yeah. i love that side note <laughs> and uh. he's also he this sorry just to add to the psycho vibes he sits down with like a tv dinner and a full wine glass full of eggnog oh, which he doesn't eat because it like breaks or something the table oh, breaks so he can't the... eat it but i'm like that's psychotic. Well, but that's the eggnog. I will give him this. Yeah, it's like yeah. That's the eggnog he was trying to sell. Yeah, but he's yeah. a he's what like a millionaire and he's eating a TV dinner, oh, yeah, like absolutely. a microwavable TV dinner oh, and a full glass of eggnog. Yeah, where's no. his butler at? Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> or like Seriously. at least like I know that he clearly didn't have like the technology at this time, but like he could have called a place and have food delivered. Yeah, where's Grubhub yeah. at? Get something um, delivered. I completely agree. But also something I want to say from like the start of how this movie is structured is like no scene or like th- like a train of thought lasts more than like five seconds. Like there is not a single part of this storyline that actually like pans out. Right. Oh, it's yeah. like every scene is like 15 seconds and it just like keeps moving. Yeah. Like there's no real like character development well, or I mean, anything. Oh, no way. I mean, I think they kind of try to do that with Christina Applegate a little bit. Mm-hmm. But even she's just like, I she comes go. off so strong in the beginning and then she just relents oh, to it's him. It's very it's, weird. Yeah. Like she's pissed off and then she comes in and just, you don't really see her like thought process and she's like, I'm sorry. Like, it's very strange. It's this movie does one thing where um, there's something that happens and it should just end <coughs> there and linger, but instead they add like an extra line or an extra scene that shouldn't happen, and yeah. that's where it feels like it's so fast paced. Like it feels like we're jumping from scene to scene, but if they just took out like the last line or the last thing, it would have given that little 
window for you to soak it in yeah. for a minute but it's always like it has to go that extra step it has to go that extra mile it has to be a little more insane to like bump up this movie further yeah and maybe one of the more insane parts kind of kicks off the whole like vehicle of the movie he chases down his girlfriend's therapist at the airport which is port, which is like so insane in itself never but we'll, met the man before in his yeah life. we'll just look past that well, it's steven root steven root yeah, who's who cool. i love and steven yeah. root is dealing with his own shit his kids going through the x-ray which, conveyor belt they would never <laughs> let happen no. um and steven root gives them the advice that hey if you have some grievances or you're lonely during christmas they say or you know professionals say you should write a list of your grievances go to your childhood home or your hometown and burn it and say i forgive you so that's what gets ben affleck to his home like his childhood home um he goes and does that in the front yard and who comes in honestly to me the shining star of the movie james gandolfini comes out knocks him out with a shovel because he thinks he's crazy actually it's a crazy move by james it's honestly a crazy move by both of them could have murdered him also do you think that's a thing of like writing down your grievances and burning them because that i just started watching this show called you on netflix i don't know if you guys have watched it i've seen some of the first season okay first of all it's (laughs) incredible but i watched this movie and i was like oh that's such a crazy thing to tell someone to do like does that actually Mm. help and then it kind of happens in you where he takes something that like kind of has to do with a huge grievance in his life goes back to this emotionally charged place where something happens and burns it with no explanation and i was like oh maybe it's like a thing mm, yeah it could be it could be i feel like writing down things is a huge thing in that right and like Kate. burning stuff <laughs> yeah like so Kate, like Kate. Kate. i do this thing a lot at work where um writing writing things down is probably one of the most cathartic things you can do because it dumps it out of your body. There's something about the hand-mind connection when you write mm-hmm. something that like gives you a release of tension. That's why journaling is such a big deal. One of the things we do a lot, and this is not just me, a lot of people do this, is like you write down all the things that are bothering you and you like tear them up or you rip them up and you throw them away, right? Mm-hmm. Like I think if people have literally asked me, can I burn this? And I'm like, the only reason why we're not burning it is because we're inside a building. Yeah. Like we can't mm-hmm. light a fire in here. But yeah, there's something about that release of like writing all the stuff down that's bothering you and tearing up and getting rid of it that does a lot for the mind. So really, this movie whole predicament could have been avoided if James Gandolfini just let him do that in the front yard. Just wasn't home. Maybe Ben Affleck yeah. would have like been a okay. Yeah. But instead, he comes out, whacks him with a shovel. Then Ben Affleck basically rents this family comprised of James Gandolfini as the father, Catherine O'Hara as the mother, Christine Applegate as the daughter, and then the little Zoolander boy as the brother. <laughs> Baby Zoolander. Yeah. Baby Zoolander. I love James Gandolfini in this movie, yeah, but it was same. after like I I just wasn't into this movie and then he came in and I was like, oh, he's just like playing a version of Tony Soprano. So I just watched the rest of the movie like, oh, this is like a weird, bizarro Tony Soprano. It was hard not to see that. Yeah, yeah, especially when he was talking about the whatever, the salami or whatever. Uh, Um, It's straight up if Tony Soprano didn't lead a mob and he just like had the same personality, but it was just like a regular person. What if it was like witness protection? What if it was like he was a rat and then he went into witness protection? Yeah, that's kind of what it would be. And Catherine O'Hara is like Karn, but like not really. And then that's why she's like AJ. There's probably a Reddit. AJ and Meadow. Oh my God. There's probably a Reddit thread (laughs) on this. Yeah, is this like a follow up? (laughs) 
this is yeah that's why they want all the money so they can get back in the game yeah right? yeah and he's just into like muscle cars he's like leading a yeah. simpler life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then i guess we can't forget about duda <laughs> oh my god duda <laughs> right you yeah. are so ben affleck at one point wants it to be real basically what he's doing is throwing quarter of a million dollars at this family so that they fake and pretend to be his real family. Which this is, this movie is in two thousand four. Like mm. that is a lot of oh, money. Oh, a lot. So much money. And to coerce them into doing more things, such as like, you know, pretending to actually be his parents for when his ex girlfriend shows up, and among other things, go dude, tobogganing. go tobogganing. He'll oh throw God. out twenty five thousand dollars. He'll throw out seventy five thousand yep. dollars. This dude is throwing out a ton of money no for this. What time? What year this movie was made? This is so much money for three days. It's so yeah. much money so it much for an ad executive. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, he has to be like to throw out that much money. He'd have to have like millions and millions of dollars yeah. for him not to care about the money that I he's throwing. I feel like it was Absolutely. just also a time where like money was maybe less precarious. Like mm-hmm. you yes. just threw away yeah. money a little bit. I mean, mm-hmm. it was like before Pre- the financial yes. crisis yeah. where people uh, like hold on to their money a lot more. I like to I think know. that like he has a mental break. That's what I wrote. And like yeah. this is all the money he has. I wrote. <laughs> And he's just yeah. like giving it I to I straight them. up wrote like I think he's having a psychotic break yeah. and yeah. like they should really take him to a hospital. But uh, so getting back to Duda, at one point he wants it to be even more authentic because Christine Applegate shows up. He never had a sister and now in his fake family he does. So he wants to try to make it as authentic as possible. So he hires a man to play his grandfather named Duda. And... Uh, yeah, <laughs> shit goes awry. He gives them all scripts, which was one part where I did think yeah. he was funny. Yeah. Ben Affleck, when he was like directing them at the table, his yeah. little like smarmy little notes. I was like, like, all right, he's making me laugh. I was also thinking that part. I was like, all right, where the fuck did he get the printer, the typewriter? Yeah. Did he run out and get these things printed? Did he bring them with him? This was already planned well, the kid in the had making. The, the big computer setup. So maybe oh, he just yeah. used the kid's computer. Maybe, that was like, a big storyline. Maybe also, a printer setup to it. Computer. Yeah. So this movie takes place in 2000. It came Four. out then, so I just figured it took place around then. That computer didn't, like... No. There were faster computers at that time, right? 2004? 2004? Yeah, I we're mean, talking it was post 9-11. Dial up. It's still dial-up. Yeah. yeah, but I feel like at 14... What was it, a compact? <laughs> yeah. I feel like... Probably. I, I feel like... Probably um, gateway. <laughs> I feel like we were getting laptops around that age, right? Yeah. Like, those were, like, what was existing. Uh, I maybe still had you. a family computer. We had like, a family yeah. computer, but... I think that it wasn't as much of a big deal anymore because my brother is significantly older than me, so he had a laptop, and oh, that became wow. our computer when he left for college, right? Because he had a laptop that he took with him to school. Yeah. yeah. So like, Every family is different. I mean, in 2004, we still had the computer room. Yeah. Yes. yeah had that's that, what we were rocking to. You, you only have one, and we all had yeah. to share it. We had shit. a computer room yeah. as well. But that when my brother left for college, he took a laptop, and I, that became my sole computer was his, the one that mm-hmm. we shared. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, so then that kind of that, well, in a weird way, that introduces us to the other thread of this movie that the parents, James Gandolfini and Catherine O'Hara, are also going through their own kind of turmoil or divorce, divorce essentially. Yeah. And that, I guess, is like what they're trying, the message they're trying to it's get. Like or, it's like something for him to save. Like yeah, exactly. Christmas ben kind of. Affleck, yeah. you know, happens upon this family and interrupts them at a time where they're kind of, dis- they're like falling apart, but he could now save them. But I kind of like that. Like I liked 
I like the idea that you know they're trying to James Gandolfini's trying to save them. The well, I think it's and, I think the whole point is like the holiday spirit saves people. It helps people, right? So it's not even just like Ben Affleck comes in and saves mm. them. It's just like look what Christmas can do when you actually celebrate it the right way. It can mm. do for you yeah. and your family, right? Because yeah. they were at a point where it's like they were all yelling at each other. They didn't have the house decorated. They didn't have anything going for the holidays, and it was Christmas. And they, he comes in, and he goes. I want to celebrate Christmas. And like, yeah, we don't really do that here. Mm -hmm. And he was like, if you do that, I'll give you this money. So I think it's like when you spread holiday cheer, it saves people. Hey, I believe in the power of Christmas. But I feel like that's what's saying. Yeah. It's like, it's not that Ben Affleck comes in and saves people. It's like Christmas saves people. Like holidays save people. Yeah. I don't, um, one thing I want to pause and talk about, I don't know if I'm getting a little bit off track here, but this house really freaked me out there was something about Mm. the way it was shot or the lighting or like the fuzzy focus that like gave me a lot of anxiety while watching this and it (laughs) it almost reminded me of like courage the cowardly dog and i don't know why but that's all i could think about the entire time did you you guys ever watch that show when you're younger clifford yeah we're more into clifford (laughs) okay different dog (laughs) dog show but it was that kind of like chaotic energy and the weird angles and the weird lighting i was just like i don't think courage the cowardly dog is like the right thing but it was like for some reason i couldn't get that out of my head i I think it's more of like the anxiety levels in this show and like similar to that fuzziness and the it just felt like a bizarro house to me mm. like it, the house didn't make sense to me the way it was decorated didn't make sense i didn't really get that feeling but like really? when i think about it you don't get a good layout of the house no, you don't. yeah no. i don't really know where everything's like weird yeah i don't know it's just like in the lighting and it doesn't feel like it was all shot in a house yeah it feels like it was like these are separate rooms yeah. that they like shot the movie in mm. yeah i hate to tell you but probably was yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> so um, movie magic <laughs> i want to go back to um our film friend because i think she <laughs> yeah let's sums, talk about Catherine. i think O'Hara. she sums up the plot of this movie in one line where daughter's coming home from the holidays she daughter's like what the fuck is going on film friend comes in and says your father has rented us out to an eccentric millionaire for the holidays yeah right it's like hits the nail right on the head she also like i feel like they intentionally like dress her down yeah and there were well, specific they moments dress her up yeah really where she shined exactly. like when they were yeah. doing like the, the read at the dining room table when he oh, gave yeah. him the scripts and she was like he was like oh have you do you do theater she's <laughs> like oh yeah like i don't know in those yeah. moments you yeah. were like oh you see Catherine o'hare yes yeah, yeah. exactly i like when they like gave her the moments to shine like i like the scene when they're going to get the christmas tree and first of all i loved her winter swag with the hat yeah the she scar. looked great she looked mm-hmm. awesome but in that she did so much of her like comedic face work in mm-hmm. that car scene where she's like yeah. a lot of the snide remarks and stuff. She would comment on by just like facial expressions. So that was really well done. I'm not that curious yet, but I do <laughs> want to say one of her co- great characteristics are her eyes. Yes, she has absolutely. Interesting eyes. Yeah. That's absolutely. all I have to say. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. So um, then the other plot line picks up, which is that um, Ben Affleck and Christina Applegate are falling in love. Which, which is like they, happens, happens which in the span bullshit. of 30 seconds. It's yeah. it is so, so It's yeah. all sexual attraction. Yes. Like, I don't, I mean, I don't think it's anything really. It's, they're just like, they have to fall in love. So they yeah. are. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. So, absolutely. so thin. But I mean, like when these couples happens in rom-com, like in rom-coms, all I can think about is like, the the only thing that could be the basis of this is sexual attraction. Cause there's Except nothing for that one we watched recently, Notting Hill. I feel like they got along yeah. pretty well. Yeah, but I'm saying when they're like forced. Notting Hill is cute. I watched it. Yeah, I like Notting Hill. I have another question. <laughs> How come, I feel like in all like Christmas movies where people come home for the holidays, they're home for like, they're off of work for like a good 
two weeks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah Everyone's just off of work for so long. They have a That's lot of That's not vacation. real life, right? I mean, I get that. Are your gears a little oh, a little bit. I was like, what I do these people do? I personally get a lot of time off for vacation, but I always unnormal. Yeah, my job is like that. I always really? feel like mm-hmm. there's one uh, sibling or one like daughter or son who is always showing up late. Yeah, like, like, too. Yeah. like yeah. classic trope. Um, um, I want to go back to the salami for a minute. Oh, yes. so I need to because see the way he eats that is disgusting. He peels it like in a little circle from the edge, and then he shoves. He goes, that James Gandolfi says, "Is that my salami?" He goes, "Yeah, I had to dog some." What does that mean? Yeah, he's got a dog song. Yeah, I bet you song. any amount of money, Ben Affleck, yeah, like just improvised that. <laughs> oh, that was like yeah, him that, adding his little two cents so to the character. That's so Ben Affleck. He's it's such a great improviser. It's disgusting. <laughs> when he yeah. said that, I wanted to vomit. He's it, eating it for breakfast, just plain. I kind of get. He had to dog it. I get Ben Affleck mixed up with Tom Brady, and they're both at the same level uh, for me. Oh, I hate Tom Brady well, too. Just, I call him a dork. That's because they were both found on that flight with. Ben Affleck's nanny Kissing together. Kissing each other's kids. Yeah. What? They <laughs> Wait, were both what? found on... Found they, on the... Fl- like, what does that mean? People took pictures of them on a flight with Ben Affleck's nanny. <laughs> it was like Ben Affleck, Tom Brady, Ben Affleck's nanny. The nanny that so he cheated like, on yes. Jennifer Garner with? That's also oh. rumored that Tom Brady cheated on his wife with. I feel like Ben Affleck's one of those Boston time? dudes <laughs> that's like... He'd be like, oh, my wife could have sex with Tom Brady and it wouldn't bother me. You know, like Boston sports dudes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who, they're like, the love same Tom Brady person so to much. Me. That's fair. Mm-hmm. So you're saying you like Tom Brady? <laughs> no. Yeah. I never said they were the same to me. <laughs> True. <laughs> they're different. We have a lot of Boston fans, though. So, like, shout out Fuck Tom em. Brady. <laughs> shout out Tom Brady. Shout out kissing your kids if that's what you guys like to do. <laughs> So let's let me ask you a question. I obviously did not take pictures of Santa growing up. Um, <laughs> take pictures of him. With like, uh, neither with did him. I. <laughs> yeah, with Santa, mm-hmm. um, they go to a Christmas village at one point and they take picture with mm-hmm. Santa. And Santa's in a trailer. Yeah, I've never seen that before. He's usually ask, out like in the open thing? on like a throne yeah. or something. Or like at the mall. Yeah. yeah. Is it is it a thing where you go into a blank trailer and take <laughs> no. a photo with Santa? No. I, mean, I mean, I've never done that. I yeah. think ours were always in a mall. That might yeah. be a Chicago It thing. felt real creepy to me. It might be. Yeah, it might be Chicago because <laughs> it's real Boston, windy. Out. Well, they were at like a tree farm, <laughs> yeah. right? They were told that was like part two. They did mm-hmm. the tree farm, then they went to what he wanted to do was the holiday village where they went shopping. Oh. Because that's when our film friend says to him, because he said, he told our film friend, you have to go with Duda. And she said, why me? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Speaking Creepy. of Duda, I was a fan of Duda number two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, so that's what also happens is, like, Christmas Eve night, right, as, well, Ben Affleck does some, like, weird big Christmas village gesture for yes. Christina Applegate and, like, hires all these people yeah. to, like, act out a nativity scene for Like her a childhood memory she had. Yeah, and she gets really mad, and then he goes back to the house, and he's like, this is a bad idea, I'm leaving. But then his girlfriend calls and was like, oh, I got the present you sent me. Me and my parents are, like, coming over to your parents' house now because, like, his secretary told her. So, like, her and her parents are pulling up just as he's about to leave. So he's like, wait, no. Like, can you guys just pretend to be my family a little bit more? And then when they're there after a little bit, then Christina Applegate comes back. And she's like, I was wrong. I love you. And he's like, oh, that's great. And then his girlfriend's there. So Mm -hmm. him and Christina Applegate have to pretend to, like, still be brother and sister. It's a mess. It's so stupid. <laughs> it it's is. So d- it's and also stupid that he, they broke, he, his Christmas like gift to his girlfriend was the trip to Fiji. When did, why did he send her a, <laughs> a, that bracelet? Was a bracelet? That was like a makeup 
like I'm sorry. Oh. And he that's, sends that's a Cartier parents, bracelet yeah. or whatever. And the parents yeah, sit around I and hate like. That. I also think so. Talk about we talked earlier about how this movie like takes things to a level that's like inappropriate. Mm-hmm. There's already so much shit going on. There's Duda Part Two hitting on mom. There's like the. Our film oh friend. Yeah, mom's a porn star. Got found out as a porn star. <laughs> yeah. a porn star. It's from that photo shoot, right? No, yeah. yeah. Well, okay. she got found on a porn website. Yeah. Um, girlfriend's there. Christina Applegate's also there. They're both causing havoc. All this is happening at one time. And then, for some reason, his girlfriend's parents declare, tell her, tell the girlfriend that, like, that I'm not your real dad. <laughs> and yeah. like all this, I'm like, why did they a lot need of to bombshells add this being another? And all I can do is feel bad for that girlfriend. Yeah, that yeah, girlfriend, she, like, I know, she's not that she, bad of a person. No. They, they don't make her up to be like a bad person at yeah. all. She's, she's just she's materialistic, fine. and that's it. What I the one little hiccup though is like she not breaks up with him, but like leaves him on Christmas because he's so materialistic, right? And he wants to take them to Fiji and he wants to pay for her love. It's just basically because he, he won't show her It's his not family. because of, it was strictly because of family. He, yeah. She was like, I think she's really materialistic. She's really but, materialistic, but she was like, but I'm wh- going to go spend Christmas with my family. <laughs> but like, I, cause I don't want to go to Fiji cause I want to spend Christmas with my family. And if you're not going to do that, I'm going to leave cause I want to meet your family and I'm going to spend time with mine. But it just felt cheap when he basically wins her back because he bought her a really nice bracelet. Well, that's too. like yeah. also like part yeah. of the thing. Like yeah. she comes from yeah. wealth. They're supposed to show yeah. they only care about money. Either way, that's looking too mm. deep into this movie, yeah. which yeah. is Yo, awful. I'm going to call you, call you out again. The reason why she comes back is because his secretary tells her that he's yes. with his family. Yeah. Yeah. And she uh, gotcha. gotcha. Which we didn't even know he had a secretary. No. Oh, he's a bajillionaire. That's yeah, he true. has like That's he makes true. like a bajillion dollars an hour. So, so yeah, when this like the mom's like photo shoot comes out as like her as like a por- like on a porn site, then the girlfriend's parents get all up in arms, which is when the the girlfriend's mom gets all like uppity and is like, we're leaving. And that's when the dad's like, oh, like you shouldn't be so uppity. Like I'm yes. not even her real dad. You tricked me yeah. into marrying her, whatever. Yeah. They leave. And then Tony Soprano is upset <laughs> that his wife would hide that from yes. him. So yeah. then he leaves. Because it was, like, suggested by Ben Affleck for her to do that so that they would get their marriage back on track. Mm-hmm. Weird then, move. Yeah, weird move. Yeah. So then he leaves, and then Ben Affleck just goes home, and he ends up being alone on Christmas. <laughs> and then Tony Soprano comes and is like, you didn't give me my money. And yeah, then, true, and true Tony Soprano yeah, spirit. Yeah, he gives a shakedown. <laughs> yeah. But then he's like, oh, and then, like, when Ben Affleck's pulling out his checkbook, he's like, oh, look, this is the this is a, a ticket to Duda's Christmas play. And he's like, Duda, look, I have one, too. Duda yeah. brings oh, them all look, together. Yeah. I have one, too. And then he, like, Tony Soprano finds his wife there. They make up. He's like, I don't really want to leave. She's like, good. And he's like, you don't think I should leave? And she's like, no. He's like, all right, I'll stay. And she's like, good. Yeah. Like, that's oh, it. it was very, very that was like, very strange. It was so strange. Everything was just like, it, hand wipe, we're done. It's yeah. kind of like no one learned any lessons no. and no. they're going to still be an unhealthy relationship. And also, if you, if someone rolled up to your house and just claimed to have so much money, <laughs> would you need any proof? Yeah, <laughs> I would want it up front. Yeah. Yeah. They like, did have that check. lawyer come in and make the that's contract. True. That's true. Uh, but James Gandolfini is after he whacked him in the head with the shovel and the guy's like, I'll pay you $250,000. He's like, all right. Yeah. Cool. He literally so, says, welcome home, son. Yeah. Like that. I like, literally thought the shovel whacking was going to come into play where it was going to be like he was asleep, like passed out the whole time and this was all a dream and that like oh. he was going to wake up in the hospital and this was all made up. But no, that no. never happened. No, no call. I back. do have a question though. Someone showed up to your apartment, your house, whatever. 
right now and said, I'll pay you a million dollars if I could spend three days with you for Christmas. And if I knew it would was going to happen? Would you entertain it? you're certified. Absolutely. Would oh, you entertain okay. it at all? What do you mean? Yes. I'm going to, like, I'm going to turn down a million dollars. What if that no, would take, like, I would take, five grand? Yeah. <laughs> But what if the lawyer is like in on it too, and it's not a lawyer? Yeah, so, my only fear would be like serial <laughs> no. killer. Yeah, like, I mean that would be killer? freaky. But in like the movie, yeah. like oh everything works out fine. Like yeah, I would definitely. do Oh, that. I would definitely do it yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but, cool. but I did write down at least five times: Is he a serial killer? Is he a psychopath? So it like, would be more interesting if he was a serial killer. Maybe he just <laughs> murdered the family. family. Yeah. See, so yeah, that's pretty much it. Like they, the parents reconcile. Christina Applegate's waiting on the stairs outside, yeah. and then he gives her the whole spiel, mm-hmm. and then, and then they all end up together and in, somehow, in the pancake house. And somehow the girlfriend drives by that community theater and yeah. sees them kissing, which is which is like convenient. they're supposed to be like brother and sister mm-hmm. in her yeah. mind. I would say on the list of Christmas movies I've seen in my life, this is definitely near the bottom yeah. oh. i don't know if you Absolutely. guys feel the same way i, agree. Yeah. I don't watch a lot of Chris- hallmark christmas movies um i don't think i've ever seen a hallmark christmas movie yeah, i don't think so either you know Ooh. no shade but better or worse <laughs> than pottersville Oh, oh no. we love Pottersville. Yeah, we, yeah, we love, love Pottersville. We fuck for Pottersville. Yeah. I think I it goes Pottersville. Every Home other Alone. movie. Home Alone. <laughs> the, the one, it's a wonderful life. <laughs> the one movie it reminded me of, um, but like as like the worst version of this movie was Just Friends, which is my favorite mm. holiday movie of oh, all time. I've never mm. seen that movie. Oh my God. It's amazing. I watch it multiple times a year, every year around Christmas. And I would say to anyone who has an itch to watch Surviving Christmas, just watch Just Friends instead. instead. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like so Just Friends, go. call me and I'll tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> because that is a perfect movie. And she will give you number right now. Yes. But yeah, this was really bad. I gave it, or no, we're going to. Well. Gonna. <laughs> no, you can go for it. Um, Jump in the gun. Since we survived Surviving Christmas, let's give it a, now we do a one to two word review, Becca. I know you, you were you were about to spit out a number, which you are more than welcome to. But that if is you, a word. If you want to <laughs> just, <laughs> that is a word. If you, we, we've been just saying one word or two words that encompass our feelings towards it. Okay. Um, Can I go last? Yeah, Can absolutely, I go absolutely. Um. Hmm. Doodah. Those are my <laughs> words. <laughs> Damn, that's such. I'm gonna go doodah. Two. I'll go uh, doodah number two. I'll go. Uh, I'll go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I stand doodah. I'll go. Uh, I was m- maybe yeah. I was a doodah two guy. <laughs> yeah. So doodah two. Two two. Um, <laughs> I don't really feel like you I have a lot of clarity. A number. Yeah. What was your number? I'm zero. Kind of, well, zero. Oh, okay. I was sounds like about it. sounds like a doodah one. For <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. Thank you for translating yeah. that for cool. me. Um, sounds like none of us survived Christmas. No, nah, this movie sucks. Yeah, this it movie. Sucked. It really movie sucked. was rough. Catherine O'Hara, not bad in it though. Yeah. But but they should have let her be yeah, let herself her, more. Let yeah. Her, let her be her. Yeah. Let her be Kathy O'Hara. <laughs> um, cool. <laughs> we are in between movies. How are you guys feeling? Good. Yeah, pretty good. 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 I we I put Becca on the curious <laughs> chair <laughs> earlier. Um, <laughs> so, Where's so, it going? So curiosity is inevitably in the air. Inevitably in the air. <laughs> What's your height? What's your weight? It's What's your height? Okay, What's your weight? This is 112. I can't help. I can't move. Naturally. Right. What's going. your height? Enough time has passed. 
today um let's start with becca she said she is 5'3 140 pounds shoe size 7.5 bra she abstains to answer um birthday <laughs> march 2nd 1954 and she is a pisces all right jordan said she's 5'7 weighs 125 pounds bra a classic set um oh my god Shoe season eight and a half, a Scorpio at fifty-four years old. <laughs> um, Bailey said, "Oh, she, he wrote cat O at the top." <laughs> She's five feet eight inches, one hundred and thirty pounds, solid milf boobs. <laughs> wow. Capricorn, sixty years old, size eight shoe. All right. They're solid. All right. So she's five four. Oh, Ooh, she, she, appear, close. she, she appears taller on screen. So the as we found out earlier, she's average height for a woman. She is. Um, she weighs 118 pounds. What? That's tiny. Yeah. Oh, I guess she's five scrawny. four is tiny. She's so scrawny. Jordan, you were closest with that. Um, she's a bra 34B. Mm. She's shoe size seven. Um, and. She was born March 4th. Whoa, you were so close. Wait, you were insanely <gasps> close. You ready? 1954. What? what? You were two days off. Oh, my Damn. God. And you got her sign right as a Pisces. Pisces. 65. Wow. Whoa. I always get Scorpio, which is my yeah. problem. So I was like, what's the other sign that I know? Oh, Pisces. That's <laughs> not like my sign. You like so. nailed it. Wow. Damn. Mm-hmm. March 4th is a month after my birthday. I think it's also my friend's birthday. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Is Love. your friend Catherine O'Hara? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Um, so, yes, yeah, so like we said earlier, she was born in Canada. She was born in Toronto. Um, hey. Very cool. And as we said, she was a member of Second City, but she started sec- in Second City in 1974, um, which is interesting because the sketch show that she was in was only two years later. So that means she, like, rose in it pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, she comes from a really big family. She's the sixth of seven children. Are they Irish Catholic? I believe so, yeah. That tracks. Um, she was actually Gilda Radner's understudy at Second City. Whoa. Until Gilda got casted for SNL. Whoa. And then she just Gilda. took it, took up her place. Yeah. That's um, so cool. She actually began acting at age seven where she did like a lot of local plays and stuff like that. Cute. Um, she was inducted into Canada's Walk of Fame in 2007. Oh, oh. Where is that at? <laughs> it's in, I forgot, I wrote it down, Toronto maybe as well. Um, Niagara Falls. <laughs> Niagara Falls. Um, she is apparently also a singer songwriter. Cool. <laughs> and that's all the facts I apparently. have about her. Apparently. Cool. That's like the only thing that mentioned her being. There was like no record, nothing like that. Hmm. But just that. She enjoys songwriting. She dabbles singing. in yeah. singing and songwriting. Hey, everyone can be a singer songwriter. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. theatrical. Yeah. She absolutely is. And that's Damn. all I got. I wish I knew more. Me too. I mean, she's. Well. We could learn (laughs) a little more if you open up your file cabinet. True. All right. Cue the music. Is that a noise of file cabinet? Oh.
today um were you the quarterback no i was a uh, wide out all right well i'll keep this short and uh sweet um she's been married for 27 years hell yeah to a man named bo welch Ooh, bo welch that Do sounds super familiar a fun fact about bo welch yes he's from yardley pennsylvania oh. bucks what? county boy he's a bucks mm-hmm. county boy he is looks like he's a production designer Headsman. as well yeah. wow they have two kids matthew and luke oh he production designed men in black beetlejuice Interesting. I love that. I love when the the talent gets involved with the, the yeah. talent behind the scenes. Yeah. Oh, he's a Sagittarius. <laughs> Makes checks sense. Out. Makes sense. Pisces. You, so, yep. Yeah. That seems like a out. good good match. Yo, that's the town over from where I live. That's yeah. where my brother lives. Hey. Yeah. Shout out. I grew up right next door to Yardley, PA. Sh- shout out all around. <laughs> <laughs> he is famous for Thor, 2011. Oh. <laughs> good for him. <laughs> that's the first Thor movie. We. It's funny you mention that though, because like we notice that a lot that like an actor or an actress will get involved with the creative team or the production team mm-hmm. behind the scenes for a movie, yeah, and then they just end up like Sissy's that's where basic. yeah, that's She's where they meet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so cool. Um, do you guys want to guess where you went to college? Alvernia. <laughs> okay, local. Um, Bucks County Community College, Penn State. Um, you're all very, very wrong. Ooh. Um, the University of Arizona College of Architecture. Ooh, Ooh cool. cool. So. Production Love design. That. I'm going yep. to Arizona in two weeks. Oh, yeah. Oh, you should check out the College of Architecture. Yeah. I'll say, yes. is Bo Welch right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where's your Bo Welch building? <laughs> cool. Well, yeah, Catherine O'Hara, A-OK in my book so far. I love that she's... She's loyal AF. Loyal AF for 27 mm-hmm. years and still trucking. Yeah. <laughs> right? <trucking. laughs> yeah. They're trucking. Yeah. Okay, cool. I wonder where they live primarily. In Canada? In Bucks County? Ooh, Yardley. Oh. What if they live in Bucks County? Oh, I would sick. die. Oh. We might have to hit them up. Yeah, yeah. Where do you to. live? No, because to be honest, if they lived in Yardley, they would absolutely have come to Colonial Farms. Oh, I worked absolutely. For a number of years, and I yeah. absolutely would have seen her already. So yeah. I don't think she does. Absolutely. Probably LA. Unless she sends her husband to get all the stuff. That's there. true. Would not would not be able to pick him out <laughs> from the crowd. Interesting. Anyway, Anyways. some Bucks County gossip. love it um cool so let's move in to the higher rated movie Uh, coming move right in let's move right in (laughs) coming in at a hot 94 percent on rotten tomatoes and i'm talking about the 2000 mockumentary comedy masterpiece 
best in show. Bailey? That's your classic mockumentary about a dog show. Yeah. Damn, okay. That's yeah. it. Yeah, and <laughs> I applaud you stopping there because that's all it is. Yeah, yeah. it is. It I really is. Need I say. And to dive into, it's one of those. So it's Christopher Guest, which I'm not too familiar with Christopher Guest yeah. movies. So I'm, I don't want to speak to it too much. Are you, Becca? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm a big fan. Is this among the first or is like Waiting for Guffman one of the first? Or well, Waiting for Guffman is before. For yeah. this, okay. yeah, I think I think Spinal Tap might also be before this. Uh, yes, gotcha, it is. Gotcha. I think okay. it was like um, Spinal Tap is like waiting, 80s. Waiting for Guffman was like a sleeper kind of. It's like a okay. cult mm-hmm. movie. Okay. I didn't see it until much later, um, but I really like that one. That one's really good, especially if you like um, Parks and Rec. It's like a very oh. similar vibe to Parks and Rec because it's a lot of like municipal like mm. com- and community theater stuff. Nice. Um, and then I think Spinal Tap was like a really big success, and then Best in Show was also. A pretty big yeah. success. I love Spinal Tap. Yeah, it's really fun. I think that came first, right? It I did. think so. It did. Yeah. yeah. It did. Um, and then Best in Show, and then I think they did like a Mighty Wind for your, mm-hmm. for your consideration. And then Mascots, which I did see. I saw that too. Uh, which was funny mm-hmm. yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Then they did the Big Picture. He did the Big Picture. The Attack of the Fifty Foot Woman. <laughs> and Almost Heroes. Oh, yo, Almost Heroes. <laughs> And Matthew Perry. Is sick. I haven't seen that. Oh, you're Matthew such a Perry, Matthew Perry. Matthew guy. Perry and uh, Chris Farley. Chris Farley, yeah. Dream Team. Is that? It's not a mockumentary. Oh no, style? Yeah. it's well. It came no. out in 1998. Oh, cool. Yeah. I love Chris Farley. Yo, it's it's very classic Chris Farley humor. Really, Ooh. like yeah. Tommy Boy humor. Yeah, literally. But he I they play Tommy like. They're racing Lewis and Clark to get out west. Uh, <laughs> that sounds great. So yeah, it's great. Um, it. But yeah, so Christopher Guest definitely has like a style with yes. these mockumentaries, mm-hmm. and I mean, I haven't seen the other ones, but I can't imagine they get much better than Best in Show, because it's like, to me, it's probably the best mockumentary thing that I've ever seen. I don't know, like you throw in the office. Best in show might be better. I think Spinal Tap is yeah, very Spinal neck Tap's and neck great. With this. Yeah, yeah. I think they're both really great. I also really like Waiting for Guffman, but I mm. think the movie I come back to the most is Best in Show. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and uh, I I think we this is anyone's first time seeing my it? first time. Really? Oh, really? Welcome. Oh, interesting. And you're yeah. a recent dog owner. Yeah, yeah I loved it. And yeah. you're a <laughs> I could you're a hound lover feel yeah. for oh the character. Yeah. 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 Especially yeah. the hound owner. Did you watch it with Nugget? Yeah, he was not a fan. Really? Was he barking or no? <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Anytime so a funny. dog comes on screen, <laughs> it was not a great movie to watch with Nugget. Yeah. And it, you know what? Dogs are on the screen a lot. Yep. Basically lot the whole movie. movie, so. I was kind of thinking about how it pegged uh, a certain type oh of dog gosh. owner before that kind of became into yeah. the mainstream, you uh-huh. know, of like people being so obsessed with their dogs and like have a specific type of neuroses about their dogs uh-huh. the obsession the personality but mm-hmm. also what it does well is the way they look too yeah. Yeah. like pairs up and that that's a thing i truly believe, I believe in. in like that. you yeah. see dog oh, owners totally. that look just like mm-hmm. their mm-hmm. their dogs or not just like because that'd be crazy mm-hmm. but like um they have similar things <laughs> which i don't know if you have a <laughs> i don't know if you look like nugget that much man uh, he's a little guy so <laughs> Yeah, I could see it. <laughs> yeah, I think our he personalities has, are similar. Yeah, he has your spirit. Yeah. But um, but yeah. that's that's what. 
that's what this movie does well. But if you've never seen it, I highly, highly suggest uh, watching it because it could be possibly a sleeper. Yeah, uh, I think it's like a cult classic. Yeah. I don't think like yeah. every like I think people who are fans of his movies mm. like make a point know. of seeing yeah, it, yeah. but I think far and wide it's mm. not super known. This would would be like a top ten desert island movie for me. Like Ooh. I can watch this movie endlessly. I love that. It is you could there's so many jokes. Yeah. So many really, really solid lines. Mm-hmm. And it's it also helps that there's like about what eight different like main there's yeah. no main character yeah. there's about eight different and characters they're all, they're all really yeah. good character actors yeah. they like really they're all are. just like fully fleshed out no. characters it honestly watching it for the first time it it almost like it um, they everyone seemed so like naturally in character that they mm-hmm. were kind of like improvising their lines yeah, well they, they i think, I think a lot of it true. is yeah. okay. that's, like yeah. that's what i that's what i Guest felt movies like his scripts are only like 11 pages because it's all just like situations and yeah. then it's all improvised and then the, well then props to the actors because yeah. they're all super funny in the, in the shit they said so all those like interviews they sit down the interview room yeah mostly improvised yeah that's yeah. great yeah. and this is what i think it would be is like if the the office or parks and rec was never a show uh-huh. and they just condensed it to a movie yes it's yeah. exactly this is what very it is like yeah and because you want to see more show, of sure. these characters like christopher guest plays harlan the pepper. harlan pepper yeah. mm-hmm. um and in real life and he's married to jamie lee curtis really? Whoa, Forever, i didn't know yeah. that wow. they've been married what? for like yeah yeah they've been married for a long time Damn. wait the this. bloodhound yeah. yeah who is like he's my favorite, favorite right? he's so good he's my favorite yeah. he's absolutely my favorite and he's like one of the most in character Mm-hmm. Uh, on the screen, but they all are so uh, deep. Do you guys know charged. who my favorite is? Like, if you had to guess, uh, I Parker I, Posey. I want to say yeah, yeah, Parker Posey in that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's this couple who has a Weimariner, and uh-huh. they're like, "Oh, we met at Starbucks, but like he was at the Starbucks across the street, <laughs> yeah. and we would see each other, and like I would go to his Starbucks to try to meet him, and he would be at my Starbucks, and." The one line they have about like catalogs, oh, like, oh I yeah. catalogs. They were like, "Oh, we're so lucky to have been raised with catalogs." Yeah, yeah. And yep. the movie starts with them going to therapy because their dog doesn't like it when they have sex. Uh-huh. They both like have braces. Like that is, I used to have my hair really short, and I was always like, "Oh, I should be her, her for Halloween Ooh, and get like fake braces and stuff." Have someone wear a turtleneck. Yeah, to exactly. Go with, <laughs> with like all taupe yeah. or all blue. Anyway, yeah, I love that couple. Um, and I love they're the opening scene, mm-hmm. yeah. and they're at therapy. Mm-hmm. And the classic trope in therapy is that you like lay on a couch, right? So, but they're sitting in chairs, and then they pan over to the dog, and he's lying on a yes. mini couch, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like distressed. It's just such a funny little note. They're so neurotic, but I love their they're neurotic and obsessive, mm-hmm. and they blame the dog for it a lot of times yeah. when they're really the ones yes, like that are working the dog. And it's up. classically like. Th- classic the child feels the anxiety mm-hmm. from the yeah. from the parents kind of thing which they set up in that which is i really think funny. it's they lost his busy bee so oh yeah. my god i love that <laughs> so good. i yeah. think it's the best decision though to have because all the main characters all of their dogs make it all the way to the finals yes. of yeah. the show but i think it's the best choice ever to have their dog parker posey the couple yes. the neurotic couple get, get the dog gets kicked out right away because it like attacks the yeah. judge i think it that's like perfect because yeah. yeah. yes. theirs is the most at stake yeah it feels yeah because like. yeah. yeah, they're just so high strung yeah. but that's like the movies that kind of introduces all the couples and then it's like them like going to the best in show which is in philly mm-hmm. and then all of them like getting to the hotel getting through the competition mm-hmm. and then there's like a winner that's announced and then it's also kind of like a debrief after it's which like is six yeah. honestly later. my yeah. favorite part of the movie oh, really? is yeah. when you like catch up with them six yeah. months yeah. later because they're all in really different <laughs> places but yeah that's like the overall structure 
Now, we have to talk about our film friend Catherine O'Hara because that yeah. running joke to me may the be best. the best joke Literally in the movie. Literally makes me cry every single time. It's from so laughing good. So. Especially how Eugene Levy's there every so time. Does, so good. And like yeah. the main line from the. So it's about. Can I. Go it's ahead. It's about. Yeah. Um, how she's like slept with he thinks dozens she says hundreds mm-hmm. of men and everywhere they go they come across a man who's like still horny for her and she gets real <laughs> into it and then he gets really upset and she says this this line over and over again she goes how long ago did they poke me <laughs> and i'm like that's the funniest way yeah. to phrase but that. it's also like all the all the ex-boyfriends she runs into all approach her the same way they're like yes cookie yeah okay yeah. she's like oh hi and like doesn't, doesn't really recognize them yeah. and then they say something like she's obscure, like oh yeah. marty like it's always like, like a that. weird obscure fact that sounds yeah. vaguely sexual yeah. but in normal context yeah. would not except be except the one guy at the end who's like i'm not wearing underwear yes, exactly. does that ring a bell and she's like oh yeah <laughs> she's like that was fun that was fun <laughs> and she gets like horny immediately and her husband jerry's just sitting there like and he's so dorky in the yeah. movie yeah. He eugene levy he literally has two left feet all the guys that approach her are also super dorky. yeah yeah like yeah. none of them are like stunners they're all just like men well that's another one of my favorite scenes they're driving up from florida and they're stopping in ohio oh, to like meet up with her ex-boyfriend so and his family <laughs> and eugene levy's like kind of grumbling about it because he's like oh we're driving like 100 miles out of the yeah. way and then they go there and the guy i don't know that actor's name but he's like the principal in like snow day or something yeah movies like he's someone you would know yeah and as soon as he she walks in, he like takes the dog out of her hands and hands it to her husband, and then just like starts kissing Makes her. Makes out her, yeah. <laughs> and it's just like so awkward. And he's like a crisis negotiator, oh so he's just God. like super intense. And they have this Ooh. weird son. It's just. But so I love that funny. because they sit at the table, and there's like so much sexual tension between mm-hmm. our film friend and the husband of the family that they go to visit. And Eugene Levy gets so upset that he compliments his wife. Yeah. And he says, you have such supple breasts. And the wife becomes so flattered yeah. by this like, interaction. And it's like, this woman feels like happy to be noticed. Mm-hmm. And that yet she goes unnoticed again. Yeah. In yeah, scene, yeah. Which is so it's funny. so funny. Um, One of my favorites, though, is Jennifer Coolidge. I love mom. She yeah. plays Amazing. classic Jennifer Coolidge. I love her. I've been dying to do her for this podcast, but it's she's so secondary and so <laughs> But many Bailey things. and I won't let you. Yeah, yeah. she's so good though. She has my favorite line of the whole thing when Me she's too. talking about her husband. Me too. That's who's like this favorite. really old like guy who never talks mm. and he's always in a wheelchair. She's like, Oh, we have like lots of things in common. We both love soup. We both love going outdoors. <laughs> We both love um, talking and not talking. <laughs> we could talk or not talk for yeah. hours. Yeah. So, yeah, the line is, we could talk or not talk forever and still find nothing to talk yeah. about, <laughs> which is genius. And that yeah. line she's feels so improvised, mm-hmm. but in such a beautiful way. She's so good. And then you partnered up with her. You have a young Jane Lynch, too, yeah. it's like, who may look like the dog more than anybody oh, like the, the tall uh, especially at the end with the transformation yeah. with from the Jennifer Coolidge. yeah so so she's the trainer like jennifer mm. coolidge and her really ancient husband are super rich mm. and you can and their dog has won twice before mm. so they're really involved with like the people who started the dog show and like the guy who runs it and stuff um and then yeah jane lynch is their trainer and then jennifer coolidge and jane lynch like have this like secret relationship mm-hmm. that comes mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. i love it like every Every pairing, every character, I kind of could pick something that I love yes. from all of them. And they're, uh. they're like, developed really well. Yeah. So, yeah. does anyone remember, I don't want you to look at it, um, our film friend's, like, maiden name? Oh, yeah. 
cookie Google man. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> Google man. That is the funniest so last funny. name. The names in it are like Harlan Perfect. Pepper might mm. be one yeah. of my favorite names yes. of all time. He him. kills it. Yeah. When he names all the nuts yeah. in the car. <laughs> yeah. So oh my funny. God. I think one of my favorite, now this is, I know it's becoming like, this This is a line I like, this is a line I like, but like it's very much, this movie is just the dialogue and like yeah. improv based, but um, Mad TV sensation Will Sasso yeah. is in this movie. And uh, Harlan Pepper, the guy who owns the hounds, played by Christopher Guest, owns like a fishing shop. And all they talk about is like fishing and, fish and like the flies. Yeah, and, like, yeah. and, the flies. Yeah. and what's so funny to me is Will Sasso is a part of that shop. And when Harlan Pepper gets ready to go to the dog show, Will Sasso like doesn't get it that he's going to a dog show. Uh-huh. And he's like, So are you going to be fishing there? And Christopher Guest is like, No. And he's like, Okay, well you know catch the big one and like he just continues to talk about fishing and he can't but he also says something like you know if you get tired pull over and and make sure if you get hungry you eat something it's like it's it's so simple but it's so funny um but yeah i don't know i i love everything about this movie i love all the characters every part is has its own charm you know it's kind of like it's great because like i feel like in some comedies there's like a stress level as well but like mm-hmm. yeah this is literally stress-free like just a Except great funny movie parker posey characters yeah, the yeah they stress me oh, out but it's funny yeah, like, yeah they're, they're like the highest stress you get in the whole yeah movie. yeah and then you finally get to the dog show and honestly a hidden gem not oh, even a hidden man. gem of the movie but like someone who made me laugh out loud with almost every line <laughs> is fred willard <laughs> Um, he's the announcer for the dog show, yeah. who was, which Kate was telling me he was actually the announcer for the dog show for many, many, many years. In really? real and, life. And the guy who's with him is a guy who's like actual like prestige announcer. Oh, like, really? He's a guy who's been involved in dog shows yeah. for like his whole career. So, so he's like the straight guy. Yeah. 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 I yeah. don't know if he like became an announcer because of this movie. and People mm-hmm. reacted really well yeah. to it. But I know for a fact that he did do a lot of the dog shows because my mom watches it every year. Yeah. Yeah. It usually happens around Thanksgiving. Yeah. And I remember watching this movie and being like, oh, that's so funny. And then the next year seeing the dog show and be like, oh, my God, that's the guy from the movie. My mom was like, yeah, every year he comes out and he does it. That's so funny. He retired, I think, about five years ago. He has like the best one line. He's amazing. Amazing at it. And I, I truly feel like his was improv. Oh, for sure. Like I can't see him really reading off a script um but that like everything he says is pretty is gold really good it's so good my favorite one is like in the middle of like everything (laughs) he's just like oh so you know random question for you Uh, how much weight do you think i can (laughs) (laughs) deadlift? the guy's just like what yeah um (laughs) and i like how he asks questions about the dogs that he should obviously know if he's doing this type of competition yeah he just makes kind of a joke of it, but he's yeah. like sincere. He's like, oh, are their barks different depending on where the breed is? Yeah. Oh, I <laughs> love that. Or he just like asks, like, yo, do you think there's anyone sliding money to the judge? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he says he wouldn't want to go out on a date with that judge because yeah. she's too thorough. But yeah, I feel like you loved Harlan Pepper's dog. Love oh, him. how love much the did bloodhound? Yeah. yeah, whose dog, which dog did we like the best? I like the Winky. bloodhound. Yeah. Oh, you like Winky? Winky's God loves a terrier. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, I'm not sure. I liked uh, the Bloodhound for sure. Bloodhound's super cute. I don't know. I think of the character, like the actual dogs ones I would pick out would probably be the Weimaraner. But like, 
I've liked the bloodhound. The bloodhound bloodhound talks to him. Yeah. (laughs) He (laughs) telepathically talks to the judges. But he never makes a noise. As a breed from the few, I would pick Weimaraner. But as the actual dog, I would would pick the bloodhound. That's so funny. Now, I know it sounds like we're spitting out characters and lines and everything, but we didn't even talk about another pairing. That's also like super funny, and it's the Shih Tzu owners. Oh my God. Uh, they are amazing. Who like just kind of commit a hundred percent to it. What is that that actor's name? No, he's the the one who's like in a lot of stuff. They're both, I think. Like, the one guy's in Beetlejuice. He's like yes. the husband with uh, yeah, Catherine yeah, yeah. O'Hara. Yeah. The other guy. He's guys, in like every Christopher Guest movie. Yeah, yeah. The older guy of the couple. Um, the younger guy, I'm not sure. He's in a lot of stuff. He's in too. a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. They're all they're this is like the epitome of a character actor yeah. ensemble movie. Totally. Absolutely. Um, they're really funny though. It also comes in at a hot um hour twenty. Hour thirty. Yes. Both so of these movies like, did, yeah. which I love. Which I was just talking to my friend about that the other day. I was like, we need to get back to the hour and a half movie. Yeah, yeah. It's such a sweet a- spot. Every single movie is like two hours, two hours and twenty minutes. Now we need to reserve that for very special movies. So I have a theory behind that. I think because, and I have this theory because the Coen Brothers mm-hmm. kind of—they didn't say this, but they were talking around this point with Terry Gross—was that. They like shooting on film still because they have to be selective with their scene work. They mm-hmm. can't just like shoot a bunch of stuff and then sort mm-hmm. through it. They have to be very intentional with what they shot, what they shoot. I think from this period, their film was still heavy involved in making mm-hmm. movies that the amount of footage they had was smaller, so they had less to work with. So yeah. I think now in the digital age, people are just shooting everything, and it's harder to cut out stuff because mm-hmm. they get so much stuff. Mm-hmm. That movies are running at a higher length yeah. now because they can't. But it does seem like a lot of the art house indie, the award nominees type, those tend to be a lot longer too and usually shot on film too. Maybe there's more money going into Probably. it. Probably. And it also, I think, genre plays a big part. Like comedies are usually shorter horror movies are usually shorter and i feel like when comedies are longer it doesn't do it justice no no because they're just trying after yeah yeah, they're trying to pack everything in yeah this movie's great yo honestly i uh, like I might be a Christopher Guest guy. Yeah. Like, I yes. need to watch, like, all of his yeah. movies. You both like Spinal After Tap a lot. That, Spinal Tap is the oh, one that I feel Spinal like everyone Spinal Tap's loves. great. Is, really are they all done, like, mockumentary yes. style? All of the, the ones like, that I've seen have. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, except for Almost Heroes isn't, but. Yeah, all of his, like, the ones he, like, he wrote, writes and directs. Yeah. yeah, it's like that. Um, Waiting for Guffman. Uh-huh. The mascots. A mighty one win. Is. The mascots good. That one came out like a couple years ago. Yeah, on it's Netflix. like 2016. Yeah. Zach okay. Woods is in that one. Oh really? And yeah. then there's another one for your consideration. Mm. Those are like his movies. Well, yeah. Spinal Tap is definitely a mockumentary. Yeah. yeah. Like, through and through. Yeah. That was like yeah. I mean I, I guess know we he did Spinal Tap. He's in it too. Yeah. yeah. He's in it. Um, so good. Yeah, but this one you could like I've seen this two or three times before this, and maybe this was the time I enjoyed it the most. Like I, I don't know why it gets funnier you know, and funnier. We're at that right. Age. Yeah, we really are. Mm-hmm. Yo, really. as soon as like I like I didn't really know what I was getting into. Like I saw I seen this movie like around mm-hmm. for a while, but like never really like knew I would like it or anything. I didn't really have anyone telling me like, yo, you gotta yeah. watch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So um as soon as like the two left feet joke yeah. came yeah. in like yeah. right off the bat and I was yeah. like, like that's yo, such I'm a on yeah. 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 It's like silly. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like very silly. Humor. That's what I was saying to Kate and Jordan earlier is like this was one of the first like adult movies that mm-hmm. my parents told me to watch when I was yeah. really mm-hmm. little. Like 
it wasn't like a kids movie but yeah. i was still allowed to watch it even though i was like probably like eight or nine because yeah. it's still just like all the inappropriate stuff just went over my head yeah and all that yeah. was left was like the silly humor yeah. that i really Absolutely. loved this has been one of my favorites for a while well there's also something sweet about like dogs and their owners yeah right. mm-hmm. yeah and like the world around that yeah and, and i think what yeah. embodies that too is the hotel manager oh my right? god like, i love him mm-hmm. i think he kind of embodies like how people feel about yeah. their dogs like, yeah he's just so like i know people are crazy about their dogs i know they love them so i'm just gonna like accommodate to that yeah i think that's what this movie does mm-hmm. ed begley jr he's so yeah. good oh yeah he's awesome um yeah so obviously film friends approved yeah yeah. through and through um and who knows maybe we'll revisit it if we do jennifer coolidge we can really revisit movies. I don't, yeah, I, don't, I would I don't, love to do it. <laughs> I'm so against revisiting movies. Uh, we could just do like a couple American Pies for her. Yeah. We could. Yeah. <laughs> I was, couple you know, two tree. Um, Legally Blonde is like her movie though. Mm. Yes. Mm. Yeah. She's so good in that. I'm trying to do I Eugene Levy. <laughs> <but it could laughs> well, it's definitely her movie, but I'm saying of nah, I'm her just kidding. movies, yeah. that's her biggest. Um, cool. So if we had to give... One to two word review. Or more. Honestly, it's easier to say like three words. On best in show, what would everyone say? Everyone just looked at me immediately. (laughs) Yeah, you're first, right? (sighs) You were like the improv guy, though, at the Uh, table. First of all, I'm not a guy. (laughs) Excuse me. Um, but you do have stage fright. Oh, I have terrible stage fright. Terrible irony. It is a terrible. It's with my crux. I'll go with uh I'll I'll start off. Thank you. I'll go macadamia nut. Ooh. Interesting. Red red macadamia nut. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's great. Yeah, it's yeah. great. I it's like best yeah. in my heart. Yeah. Masterpiece. Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, um yeah. I have a question for you guys if we're done. Yeah, we're if done. We're wrapping yeah. up. We're done. Yeah, talking sure. about we we love Catherine O'Hare. Okay, <laughs> yeah. so this movie, um, they're all coming to Philadelphia because that's where the dog show takes place. Mm. Is best in show the best Philadelphia sports movie of all time? Oh, <laughs> yo, great question. Wow. Yo. I feel like I'm on the hot seat. <laughs> <laughs> yo, oh, sports Wait, movie. Best what, what's general sports. Movie? Best Philadelphia oh, sports so movie. Oh. Yo, <laughs> what about <laughs> Silver Linings Playbook? I did not a fan. I've actually never seen that. I yo. don't like Jennifer Lawrence. I've seen it. Not a fan. Not a fan. Not a fan. So what's in uh, like? Why don't you tell that to her Academy the, Award? So like, I like it. <laughs> I liked it, but I, I think honestly go with didn't Rocky. love it. <laughs> yo, but I gotta go with Silver Linings Playbook. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Philadelphia. What's the other one? Invincible. Invincible's good. Uh, yeah, Rocky's great though. I've only seen Creed, so huh. Creed's good. <laughs> Never seen the other. Yeah, ones. but Best in Show might be the most enjoyable watch. Yeah, I mean, I I like Rocky. I mean, I, I feel like living in Philadelphia—that's a cop out, but. The original Rocky is like an incredible movie, but I'll say this movie. I never yeah. thought about Best this in Show as yeah, movie. and I'll go with it. Yeah. If Hardball was set in Philadelphia, <laughs> I'd go with Hardball, but it's what's Hardball? It's a Chicago Whoa. movie, I think. Oh. It is Chicago. Um, Keanu Reeves coaches a little league baseball team. It's incredible. Wow, yeah. I just watched um, <laughs> Something's Got to Give for the first time. Yeah, with I've never Keanu seen. Reeves. I've never seen rom-com. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway. That was my question for you guys. Cool. I loved it. Love well, it. do we have any questions for Becca? 
I know we put her on the curiosity chair. <laughs> Maybe if you've been on a guest more than four times, you just get put on the curiosity chair. <laughs> okay, well, should, cool. We could throw her a question. Oh, yeah, yeah, let's do it. Okay. Oh, also, I found I figured that out that um, you closed up our year last year, too. You were our last really? episode. Really? Oh, you're the closer. Oh, it's because I'm always home for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the closer. It's when I schedule time with you guys. Damn, you didn't like Silver Linings Playbook? I liked it. I didn't love it. I don't like... I'm not a J-Law fan. Same. <sighs> I think she's kind of annoying in that movie. Oh, my God. His... Depi- his Like, Bradley Cooper's really good in that movie, though. Yeah. We love him. M. Night should probably do a Philadelphia sports movie. Yeah, then that would be my favorite. You know who's doing a sports movie? That's Oh, Ben Affleck's doing a, sp- a basketball oh, movie. Yeah. <laughs> Pretend I <coach>. care. <laughs> This is going to be very anticlimactic. Um, the question is, what is your first slash longest running AIM screen name from Kylie? Um, but I never had AIM. Ooh. So Pick did, you, did you have any, like, chat room? No. Did you, did you have <laughs> your own chat question. room where you talk to yourself? No, any, like, what was I your first it. social media? Facebook when I was, like, 16. Mm. Wow. Um, You're so cool. No aim. No, no aim. What, no MySpace. Did, did everyone else no have an aim? Yeah. And what, yeah. what would you How do? How did people get in contact I've with you? Were they like, <laughs> why don't you have an aim? Yeah, a lot of my friends were like, that's weird. My my dad worked, like, in technology and was just uh-huh. like, you're going to get bullied. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Which, shit. in retrospect, yeah. is very yeah, true. I mean, well, I... Absolutely got bullied. I do want to say Kylie Lott's number eighty-eight. My own question. (laughs) You want to pick another one? Great question. You can either answer it or pick a new one. It's up to you. I'll pick a choice. (laughs) It's a good question, but (laughs) for someone else. Oh, okay. What would you make a podcast about, from Stephanie? Oh, shout out, Steph. Oh, Steph. That's a good question. Oh, I feel that like that's a good question for it's you. A gr- like. Yeah, for you, I feel like you Thank would you. kill a podcast. Thank you. One, you Murder have the po- you have the podcast voice. <laughs> Yo, Thank did you, you. Know about uh, Adam Driver walking out on yes. uh, your yeah. girl? It's not my, my girl, girl. It's Kate's girl. <laughs> She's like my straight up idol. <laughs> they told him just to take the headphones off. Like they, he didn't have to listen to it. They told him. Do we out. stand with? Terry? Yeah, we stand with Terry. Terry. <laughs> we so fuck like, for Terry. She also, <laughs> so he had come on in 2015 <laughs> and said, hey, I'm uncomfortable with this. And they say, hey, just take off the headphones. No big deal. We have a very quick editing time, so we have to play the clips because it's a turnover is really quick. Yeah. So he did it. He was fine. This time he said the same thing. They go, if you're uncomfortable taking off the headphones, you can like walk out of the room and you can come back in. Yeah. He walked out of the room, never came back. Did she, did she have like a statement about it or anything? Has he out, said anything about it? She came out and said, it's unfortunate. I still love Adam Driver. He's an amazing actor. And it's unfortunate we couldn't air the episode. His publicist came out and said he has a phobia about listening to his own voice. And that's pretty much all they said. And it's like, you didn't you know, have to listen to it. Brad She's so Pitt, classy. man of the year. Yeah, Brad, yeah, Pitt, Brad, Pitt. Brad Pitt would never walk out. No one dares walk out on Terry Gross. No. Um, but, right, but anyways, you, you would be a great <laughs> podcast host. What would Thank you... you. I think, what would you think? Um, I think I'd like to do one of those podcasts that's like a limited series that just like deep Ooh. dives into oh, like one particular thing. I could see thing. you doing that. Like yeah. I, I didn't get into this podcast, Cereal. but I know a lot of people <laughs> love like the doll, the Dolly Parton podcast that came mm. out this year. Um, thinking about some of my favorite podcasts, um, there was this one called The Dream, which was like a deep dive on um, multi-level marketing mm. schemes, mm. like Mary Kay and that kind of stuff that like women oh. get involved with. Which I really liked. There was another one that did a deep dive on Nexium, that cult um, with like oh, Alice and Mac weird. and stuff, which was really, really mm. good. Um, 
So yeah, I don't I don't know. I'd have to think a little bit harder about what I would want to deep dive into, but I kind of like that like limited series podcast where mm-hmm. you just mm-hmm. investigate. We could make that happen. Yeah. Yeah, you can join our <laughs> podcast network. Yes. Oh my gosh, can I sign with you guys? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was wondering how we were gonna make that happen. I forgot we own a network. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm down. You guys can help uh, me uh, with the creative management. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> as long as you don't do a podcast like Come Town. Uh, oh. Cool with that. They're like I could uh, never. There are there are uh, there are rivalries. Yeah, our competition. Yeah, for sure. they're definitely the podcast I listen to the most. Although I'm reluctant to admit that. Now we did have oh, a, everybody knows. We know. we did have a sister podcast, but um. I don't know if they're our sister anymore. So we're looking. We're currently looking we're for a sister, sister podcast. So if you start one, hop onto our network. Yeah, um, hop on. Any other questions? No. I think that's good. All I think right. you killed it. You killed the curiosity chair. Mm-hmm. You killed the hot seat. Thank you. And yeah. I didn't break any of the stress toys no, this time. No. <laughs> All stress free at stress free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Cool. So, Becca. Thank you for coming on. Thank, Thank you. you for closing it out. Yeah. As always. Thanks for having yeah. me. I'm yeah, so thanks. happy to see you guys. Um, Same. And honestly, to the listeners, thank you for another special, fun year. Yes, thank um, you. Special year. We had more listens, more interactions, more love this year than ever before. We're hoping that grows. Can't wait for next year. Um Seriously though, I'm yeah. tweet at us anything you want us <laughs> to anything you want. Yeah. yeah, honestly anything you want, but like anything you thought of that would be fun to add or yeah. you even suggest us film friends. We love when people do that. Like mm-hmm. just whatever you want, we'll try to accommodate. Yeah, absolutely. Um and we're we're really enjoying it, so we're gonna keep it going and mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we do it for you guys. But yeah, uh no new friends in twenty twenty. Oh, <laughs> I don't Whoa. know what that means. <laughs> I don't sign off on it. Um, <laughs> but maybe next year's the year we do Tom Cruise. I don't know. Yeah. Oh if that's God. what you mean, that's if what I'm you guys I'm do Eyes Wide Shut. <laughs> that's what I mean. And Vanilla Sky. <laughs> oh, my God. We're going to do that's his home filmography. Right? I love yeah. Eyes yeah, Wide Shut. Yeah, Eyes Wide Shut's great. It's so good. Right, well, maybe you come on for the Tom Cruise. Yes. <laughs> um, but thanks for listening, everybody. We will see you guys in the new year, 2020. Bye. 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 Michael Shannon.